is Free Talk Live, and the toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Fresh out of jail, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. <laughs> Let's go right to the phone calls here. Talk to Dennis in New Hampshire on the amp line. Hello, Dennis. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody didn't turn the phone pot on? Nope, Dennis is gone. That's what it is. Okay, well, we'll talk to Dennis later, probably. 800-259-9231. As always, you can bring up anything. I presume some people might want to hear about my odyssey over the weekend. So we're going to have to lay some (laughs) groundwork for that, right? Uh, You know, you had a... you mean groundwork as far as, like, I don't know what happened outside of the, the jail? I'm completely out of the loop. I've, well, I've heard about the 93 Days website, and people, I've heard about the video. I haven't even seen the video yet. There are people listening uh, right now that have no idea why you went to jail right. over your couch. You want to lay it out? Uh, you've got a uh, moldy, disgusting, uh, rotting uh, couch that's apparently in your renter's lawn. It's their couch. Yeah, their couch. Um, and they uh, they didn't. You didn't want the uh, the city came and told you to move it. You didn't. Li- you don't like the idea of bureaucrats telling you what to do. Uh, you told them to stuff yeah, it. I don't appreciate being threatened. I, I asked them to uh, have the the original complaining party, the lady that lives down the street. Although I don't know if she should be called a lady. Anyway, the uh, person that lives down the street asked... And what's you know, her name? McKinsey Michaela Engert. Michaela Engert. She's a central now, planning bureaucrat. Well, she's the city planner. Mm, is she the city planner or one of... Uh, I'm not sure exactly what her job position is. That's, well, that's what I saw that um, you know when I uh, looked, but I, I'm not sure. Anyway, she happens apparently to live down the street, and uh, I, I guess, I don't know, embarrassed her or something when I called Talkback, the local talk show here in the area, while she was on there talking about her central planning stuff. And so presumably she targeted within a me. week um, that you're you're reported. Was it within a week? It was within a week because I wasn't reported, sure which show it was. You're you're reported uh, apparently for this couch thing. Now some might say this is not a vendetta. It could have just been a coincidence, could have right? Been. Could have been. Could have been a coincidence. Might not have been a vendetta, but it does seem really suspicious, doesn't mm, it? Sure that, does. That the uh, that uh, a person that works for the city uses the city's rules in order to come and get you. I mean, we're not talking about your average person that lives on the street that might be concerned yeah. with these, these things. We're talking about somebody who. Uh, you asked if they would aggress against their neighbor on the radio. That was her then. And I was pretty sure that was the uh, the particular person I asked that of. And, uh, and sure apparently enough. she felt a little embarrassed by the fact that, inf- you know, she realized that her job is an aggression. And so she decided to aggress against you some more. <laughs> um, it's crazy. It's uh, so, you know, I said, look, I just want to meet whoever this mystery person was. Because at that time, the, uh, and she up didn't until have, Friday, and she didn't have the, uh, the, the, the spine in order to do that. To she come, just, you mean she come here? To, she just wanted to send armed people after right. you, apparently. Right. She didn't have the spine to come here like a, an adult would or a human being would and, and meet me as a neighbor would meet me and talk to me. That's all I'd asked for. I said I'd get rid of the couch as soon as she because comes Because that's how that. these these people that work for the government are. Some of them, some of them don't have, you know, they, they don't even understand normal human interaction. All they understand is people with guns Threats. threatening people. Yep. Force. And that's all it's that's all it really is. I mean, look, I knew Mark, I knew that th- this was a very realistic possibility, but I figured I'd I'd give them the opportunity to do the right thing in this particular case as they'd done the right thing in the, the you know the prior cases, and it seems like that you were right that, that it was time for the crackdown. That, so the judge uh, clearly cracked down. If you watch the video, you go oh, to yeah. freekeen.com, you can see this video. It's 3 minutes long. It's pretty short. Basically the uh you know the there's an all rise and within 7 seconds the judge is going bat s crazy on you. 
you. Uh, I mean, like, like nothing happened. It's like you stand up for the all rise. You begin to sit down. I don't know if they I got two words name. out of my mouth. They call your name. You begin to stand back up. The judge screams at you, sit down, sit down, sit down. I mean, it's like six seconds from when yeah. he's screaming to when oh, you're yeah, in cuffs. Oh, yeah, it was right out of the, right out the, uh, the uh, He get-go. intended, to me, it seems clear that he intended to have you over a barrel strategically well, not only just beginning. me. It wasn't just me. I, you know, I feel like he was taking everything out as far as there have been several activists here in the Keene area that have been doing non-cooperation and civil disobedience and for the most part have been having some real success in that courtroom. He's been letting people sort of go, letting them slide. Now, of course, I was uh, taking a different tact at the arraignment situation where I started talking when my name was called, and I don't think anybody else pulled that, and so I think that really pissed him off, but also he was obviously upset about people not standing for him. He was very upset because there was a notice. Right, it was was on the wall uh, before anybody went into the courtroom that anybody being in that court had to stand up for the judge or else. And he did, he he walked right out, glared at the crowd, was looking for that person that was, was sitting down. I, that's, that's what yeah. I felt like I saw. Mm-hmm. I was you know, looking out. I intended to stand because the guy had been fair up to this point. I don't I, agree with that. I, I, what's, I felt like he had been yeah. fair. That's, that was my opinion. And, and The rest of the activists had walked out and walked into the room after he had walked in. Right. And I, I still believe that this guy, it, like he's a fair man that was forced in, you know, felt like he was forced into a situation where he had to act unfairly. I think his cronies got to him at the country club or you think, there, you the think city or something. Somebody like was uh, asking him that's, to do something. That's what right? I. That's what I think. Um, because he wasn't very good at being a bad man. He was okay uh, today. I had a video conference with him from. Uh, I think from he jail. wants very much to be fair, and and I think that's why he got into the the business. I'm of the opinion that the vast majority of bureaucrats out there are good people working for a system that is bad. Well, let me tell you, I agree with you on that because uh, the the situation in the jail over the weekend, uh, from what I understand from some of the other inmates that were there, there are a lot worse jails to be in. So first and foremost, uh, the Cheshire County Correctional Institution is apparently you know a cut above some of the rest of the jails out there. I'm not saying the food is super or anything like that. But I've heard that the food is worse at other jails, including the one out in Manchester and especially down in Massachusetts. Uh, and, and actually, the, uh, the, that's the jail that's run by one of the Law Enforcement Against Prohibition members, ironically enough. The one that you're in. Correct. Now, Correct. Uh, what do Mr. you Van care? Wickler. You don't really care what food tastes like. No, I, I'm not you, just talking about. I'm just, say, I'm just saying. I, I, I was kind of thinking. Huh? I mean, it was. It was. Some of it was pretty bad, but uh, some of it was actually decent. <laughs> and, and apparently one of the reasons for that is there's uh, there's a re- there's like a retirement home nearby. Okay. And so they get the same food essentially that the uh, the retirement people do. Ah. Although some of it I wonder how they can possibly give it to the retirement folks. Like there was this piece of beef that I don't think you'd want to give that to your grandmother. Well, I'm sorry. All <laughs> retirement homes aren't uh, you know Freedom Village in, yeah. in Sarasota. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I don't know where to begin, but there is a call on hold. So we'll probably touch on various different things throughout the, the evening here. And, of course, with your questions or your issues about anything, it's still Free Talk Live. You can still call about anything. Let's go on screen to the amp line. Who's this? Oh, welcome back, Ian. This hey, is Dennis. Dennis from the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. Yeah, so, you know, obviously I, I've got to be sycophantic for a little bit here. That was awesome. What all those people did was awesome. The website that they put up was awesome. Just awesomeness, major amounts of awesome. I was um, wondering, I mean, while I was in there, you know, I was completely cut off from the rest of the world. I didn't get a call into Mark until, what was that, Saturday, Saturday afternoon? Uh, and it was completely cut off outside of that, and I didn't really even know what was going on. I was wondering to myself, you know, what are those activists up to out there? <laughs> 
you know, what the, what the judge did, obviously there was that attempt to send a message, crack down mm-hmm. on the ringleader. And I got to say for myself, my own reaction was, oh, God, if I was thinking about, you know, doing some any kind of little civil disobedience ever, I just took a step back from that because, my God, you do the tiniest thing and you're talking about 100 days in the slam or crap. I can't afford that. Well, but I think that for other there's just as many people out there. I I I got emails from them that they decided to move up their move to New Hampshire because of this. And really, yeah. I hope so. I was hoping that would be the case. You I, know, I don't want to go to jail for ninety three days, and that's why uh, what I did today was I did what he wanted me to do, and I begged uh, because I knew that uh, Julia was having a tough time, and it's a lot harder on the on the people that are on the outside, your loved ones that are on the outside. That's what Cat Canning uh, wrote to Julia. Uh, in a private message, I think, recently, that it's a lot harder to be the loved one on the outside than it is on the inside. I mean, inside, I had some guys, we played a bunch of rummy and different card games and ate some uh, uh, okay food and sat around and slept. I mean, so it wasn't awful. It wasn't terrible. I'm sure it could have been much worse than it was. But for Julia, it was absolute living hell. And when I actually got a chance to talk to her today... Uh, you know, it really sunk in as to how bad it really was for her. And so the last thing I wanted to do was to sit in, in jail for another 90-something days. So, uh, you know, I apologized to uh, Mr. Burke for, for my performance on Friday and su- said that I was following some bad advice and that, I, you know, essentially I'd be a good little boy in his court uh, coming up in, in December, etc., etc. And, you know, he took that seriously, apparently, and decided to suspend the rest of the sentence. So now, what's they, that mean? Well, it means if they pop me for anything else, and if you got more, hang on, Dennis. If they pop me for anything else within the next 90 days or whatever, then I guess I... I don't know if I have to spend the re- another 90 days in jail at that point. I, I think it's it's basically whatever was left, which is about 90 days of the 93 days, would have to be served at that time. Hmm. So, but I also had some other backup plans as well. 800-259-9231 is the number. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. They include the bulletin board system, where there are over 400,000 posts. You can surf around through various different topics, from serious issues to fun stuff, and you'll find it all free over at bbs.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early-out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Jason from SACL was on this the whole time. He helped uh, this this you getting arrested thing. He's uh, He was invaluable in, in this. Awesome. And uh, I've got to say that thank you very much uh, for the support he gave. There's so many people out there. Uh, I'd like to mention uh, specifically also Todd Andrew Barnett. And I wanted to Liberty thank... Liberty Cap Talk Live. Liberty Cap Talk Live, yeah. he's uh, He's got his own blog out there as well. I want to thank everybody, period. I, I mean, I don't even know what everybody did yet. As I said, I've, I've barely been out for more than a few well, hours I and told I spent all that time with Julia. Everybody who wrote in and asked me, I told them that uh, you what you had told me on the phone, which was, um, you know, send AMP money and, uh, you know, AMP 
amp, up their amps and to uh, move to New Hampshire as soon as you could. Yeah, definitely get here as soon as you can. But I want to thank everybody, even uh, you know people inside and outside of New Hampshire. Um, I don't know what you all did yet. I know that people are. I, I'm sure people were calling both uh, the court and the jail. I'm, I imagine that was happening. Yeah. Uh, the websites I've only just barely heard of. Uh, thank you to all the the great bloggers over at Freekeen.com for keeping up with things. And thank you if you were involved in this in any way. Um, without you. I would just be another forgotten man in the system, like those poor guys I was in there with, which, of course, by the way, I might add, were like 80% drug-related. It's, you know, and people just don't believe it. There's they 10% that, on top of that, though, that were for, like, uh, violations of probation that have to do with drugs. So for, you know, driving on a suspended, there were a couple of guys in there for that. I mean, it was just... There was one guy in there for burglary. I don't know what that is. It's but probably I something it I did. Um, I, you know, I, I was fiddling with the controls, and, and likely you had everything set correctly. And I, Hit the mute button. I don't have – I don't know. Uh, so what was I saying? Uh, so, yes, thank you to everybody that was involved in helping out with this situation. Otherwise, I would have just been yet another forgotten man in the system. It's because of people like you. I'm sure that your actions had an influence on what this uh, man, this Mr. Burke, decided to do earlier today. I mean, it, I'm sure it, it was helpful. They that don't I, need the harassment, you know? No. I'm sure it was helpful that I did what he wanted me to do, and that was, you know, bow down. And that is what I did because, well, I did. I just didn't want to sit there and, uh, for nine. 93 days while Julia was, I mean, having a real tough time. And but, hey, what about me here? It was, wasn't exactly well, there's easy. You guys too. I mean, you guys stepped up. You took care of it. And thank you to uh, to Gardner Goldsmith who came it in. Was, the uh, thing Toby, is, I believe, was here Friday night. I was told. Is that right? Toby? Uh, I think so. Yeah. That you think right. so? Yeah. You were here, right? Yes. I'm trying to decide which <laughs> night was what. And so, yeah, thank you to all of the listeners out there. Uh, thank you to anybody who picked up a phone from because you don't need to be here in New Hampshire to get in, uh, you know, to help out with situations like this, whether it's me or or anybody else up here that gets into uh, an issue with these state people. And so big thank you to everybody who helped out, because this is what makes a difference. This is what's going to turn the tide. I mean, if the tide hasn't turned already, Mark, you suggested this was going to be a crackdown, and perhaps that's exactly what this was. How long will it last? I don't know. What's the next step? Who will be next? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't want it to be me, though, for now, for a little while. I think maybe the next time uh, I'll stick my neck out in that way will be when Julia is ready to do it together, like her and I go and do something together. I think that would be cool. Uh, but I want to hear from you, and uh, Dennis is still on the line. Uh, final comments from you, Dennis. We're going to move on to some other, uh, some other callers. Well, look, if, if the judge sent one message out today, it was that it's not as bad a punishment as it might otherwise have been. You don't crack down on someone to make an example and then back off. And I wanted right. to get, I'll, I'll take this offline. I wanted to get your your thoughts. You said that you got, you know, you told the judge at least, hey, you got some bad advice and you go forward. What do you think about paying for expert advice, like a legal lawyer type advice and getting them to give you some decent plays? I don't know. It would depend on how much it costs. I mean, most lawyers are very, very expensive. So I guess it would depend on the on the situation. I mean, I would think that if I was going to go through with an appeals process, that would be a def- definitely a point at which to bring uh, a lawyer on board with because, you know, I don't know what the, that sort of paperwork or bureaucratic nonsense that involves. I know, Mark, that when you were looking at suing uh, the, the place that you live, the, the town that you live in, it was pretty Byzantine, right? It wasn't exactly an easy process. It wasn't, wasn't. but, uh, you know, you can't do that on your own. You have to have a lawyer. Um, sure. I've talked, to, I've talked to one. Yeah. So – 
As far as bringing a lawyer in up front. If you're an expert and it's, you know, your dime, you don't have to, you know, you can tell them, look, this is how I want to attack this. What are my best strategies? You you know, hey, you can get advice from your guy. Yep. There you go. think about it. Thanks, Dennis, for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. I mean, what's clear is crystal clear. And it always was. It's just, you know, now I've been to jail and have proven it for myself, is that this isn't a government by the consent of the governed. I mean, the the New Hampshire Constitution makes it pretty plain in Article 1 that government of good is by the consent of the governed. So clearly, and I don't know if I'm paraphrasing there, but clearly this is not a government of good. And because it's clearly not by consent in any way, shape, or form. I couldn't even get a question out in front of this guy. No, you didn't get to say much of anything. It was 30 days for trying to ask a question. 30 days 30, for not sitting down quickly enough. That's what well, I was I was going to say something, too, at but, that time. But you never got to say anything. Right, I got like a two words out, maybe. Not even. Really? Yeah, I mean, again, I haven't seen the footage. And uh, then it was another 30 days. They called days your name, that's for, all. For not, ask, for not answering one of his questions in the secret tribunal court thing, or semi-secret tribunal court that they took me into afterwards. And then it was another 30 days for, uh, for refusal to answer his questions. So it's crazy. I mean, essentially, it was 30 days for speaking and 60 days for not speaking. It's nuts. 1-800-259-9231. And the special tribunal, what did you think of that? What did I think about it? It was like they went out of the courtroom and sequestered us all, in uh, me and the rest of them, in a special little room. And then, from what I understand, they ordered the, the camera to be turned off. That's correct. There was no, there's no recording of what occurred at that point. I believe I have a recording. I have my voice recorder in there, and I got most of it, I think. But mm. I, haven't had, I haven't even had a chance to review that, so I don't know how well it turned out. Let's continue here with your calls. Uh, Lee is on the line in Keene, New Hampshire. Lee, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Lee. Hi. Hey. It's Lee. Hey, Lee. Hey, Lee. Hey, dude. Good to hear from so, you. Lee from Cheshire so, TV. Wow. Yeah, wow. so, you know, I'm... I'm curious about something. Um, you know, I've, I've been doing a lot of research on this as it unfolds. Um, I, I guess my first question is, I, you know, I wasn't there, and I'm kind of sorry that I wasn't, because I would really okay. like to know what exactly a sanction is. A sanction. Um, I wasn't aware that a judge could compel a person to stand. Um, <laughs> Apparently, he can do whatever he wants to do. He's got well, men with I, guns I, I, backing I, I, him up. I, I, I'd have to say I disagree. Um, you know, this this guy had a ruling that allowed you know, no cameras in his courtroom, and then he decided when he found out that that wasn't something he could do, uh, he yeah. changed his mind and said that he could have cameras in the courtroom. But then he went ahead and said, well, the law allows me to restrict the pool coverage. Right, uh, and then actually coverages. moments before the, uh, the the trials, so-called, started, he actually decided apparently to allow one pro- uh, professional videographer and one non-professional videographer. Yeah. So here's my question, then, I guess, and, you know, I, this is a hypothetical question because you can't answer it. So um, how is it that uh, within seconds of, of starting this proceeding, I'm not even sure what to call it, um, he... he basically brings it to a halt, moves everything into a private room, and essentially crazy. cuts off the media. I don't know. I'll bring you back, though, if you've got more. Hang on. Uh, more coming up here. Your calls as well. If you're on the line, be patient. We will get to you. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the free state. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. 
They accept payment in silver or gold. And responsible firearms owners are welcome. To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are uh, completely free. They include the shrine of female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove that they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what that's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And according to the Computer Privacy Handbook, normal Internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance system ever invented. Put a stop to email snooping with an easy-to-use email alternative, privacyharbor.com, because normal email isn't secure, privacyharbor.com. I just talked to them today. They said the ads are doing great for them. Lots of people Super. signing up for private email addresses for free. and uh, That's so right up our listeners' alley, so yeah. it's perfect. All right, we continue here. Lee is still on the line with us. Uh, Lee, you're the executive director of the local cable access channel here in beautiful Keene, New Hampshire. Uh, it's a beautiful yep. place to live. Unfortunately, there are a few ugly personalities lurking about. Uh, but you are a great, uh, great, I think, a great friend. I consider you a friend, at least. And uh, I, I thank you for, for listening to the program tonight and certainly being concerned with all this. Uh, of course, we're talking about the fact that I was thrown in jail for the, the entire weekend on what was originally a 93-day sentence for essentially attempting to ask a question and not answering questions in, in a so-called court trial on Friday. And you'd asked a question, but, you know, I'm so distracted. Can you, re- can you repeat that question? So well, sure. It's, it. pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously, there's a, a tremendous amount of interest in, in things like this on our channel. There's a lot of community interest. I get one or two emails a week, several phone calls a week. And uh, I, I take an interest when a judge says there's no cameras allowed in a courtroom. Yeah. Uh, I, I raised some hell and talked to a few people, and I don't think I had a lot to do with it, but he changed his mind on that. My concern here in, in this particular scenario is is, is you know, who's policing this guy? Because Good question. I, I got to tell you, you know, when I've got members of the community voicing an interest in a particular kind of programming, it behooves me to do what I can to provide that. Mm-hmm. This guy, <laughs> I can't even call him a judge. He, he basically goes against the New Hampshire Supreme Court's ruling in a 2003 state versus MUR and says, no, you know what, I'm not going to permit anyone to record what happens in my courtroom. It's just going to be a secret. So now he's basically crippled any potential future fundraising efforts we might do in this community. Yeah, well, that's what he did on Friday. He said he was going to allow a camera in, and then when they took me over to the secret tribunal room, essentially what happened, for those just tuning in, you can see video of this over at freekeen.com. Within 10 seconds of starting the so-called trial, they had me in handcuffs. Uh, They moved me over to the side of the room. The judge exits the the public zone, goes into the little antechamber, or whatever you call it. They took me back there, conducted the trial over video, so there was apparently a television set on in the public viewing room, but no, no one sound. in there was allowed to record what was on the television. But no sound, right? There was sound. Apparently it, was, it, was it was bad sound. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Okay, well, i got to tell you, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, I'm a TV guy, but the Supreme Court ruling specifically says that picture and sound must be of broadcast quality. Well, um, so my question is, and I'm sure you've got a lot of listeners who know more about the law than I do, mm-hmm. I'd like to start the process of filing a formal complaint, some kind of an injunction against this clown, someone who can say, hey, you know, 
this may have cost you fifty, a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in funds. Yeah, how I, can I get re- how can I get recompensed if the state's going to allow this guy to damage me financially? How can I fix that? So it's a good who, question. I don't who know. Who do you wh- complain to if a judge stands up on the bench and starts leaking all over people's faces? I have no idea. I know Sam from the Obscure Truth Network is suggesting that there's some sort of grand jury process that could be entered into. I don't really know what all the options are that are on the table. I imagine some of that stuff will be discussed over on the Freekeen forum at forum.freekeen.com. That might be where some action would be or where some people could <laughs> talk about different actions and what could possibly uh, be done as a result of this. But, man, it's a, just an amazing, stunning situation and i'm glad you're out there lee and i'm sure we'll talk again soon now is there a transcript of what took place in that little room or is that literally top secret you'll probably have to pay just that it's just it seems to be just that top secretly well no nick Ryder was here i would cheerfully pay for that transcript out of my own pocket and i'll tell you why okay since i don't have video or audio of what took place i'd be more than happy to produce a little play (laughs) we could get someone we could get someone to portray the rabid ian freeman and we could get someone to play you know the pastoral peaceful judge and i I think that the public deserves to know what took place in that little room if it was important enough for five or six people to stand guard around you yeah i heard that they right i heard they really closed in too i didn't see this because it was going on behind me Incredibly compelling. I literally dropped my mouth, my cigarette fell out of my mouth Saturday morning when I watched the tape. Wow. I was stunned. Well, I was like, wow, you'd think this guy was being charged with eating babies. <laughs> Welcome to America. So, yeah, Land of the free. It's so compelling that, that, that a judge has to stand up and defy the New Hampshire Supreme Court and threaten to, to sanction people who don't stand up for him. I'd like to see what the Americans with Disabilities Act has to say about that. <laughs> I think they'd love hurts. to see a play about it, wouldn't you? I think, I people think it's pay brilliant. Money to sit in Heberton Hall uh, and watch a portrayal of this. I think it's a brilliant tribunal. idea. Uh, and you know, this is something I love about the uh, the activism movement is that he, all of the activists just self motivate and they inspire themselves to to do whatever it is that comes to them, whether it's picking up the phone and making a phone call, or going out and creating a play, or or putting together a video clip, putting it online, blogging. Uh, I mean, it's just there's been so much coverage, and it's because people care and people are paying attention. But my big biggest issue is Lee I mean it's not just me what about all the other people that have been railroaded by this system that have been completely you know out uh, completely anonymous because only their mom came to the trial and saw what well, happened let me jump in let me jump in on the year real quick and then I'll let you go yeah. because I know other people want to call I'll tell you why this crap goes on whether it's you or all the other people and I'll tell you because I've lived in major metropolitan markets and I've lived in small towns and any time you see a network affiliate microwave truck park outside a courtroom, the judge behaves himself. Oh, I bet. If people in Boston, New York, if there was a chance that this could show up on Good Morning America Monday morning, no way would he have done that. You know, I think be what he's learning, I think what he's learning with seeing that video and then how fast it traveled, the talkback show was getting, and here in Keene, Talkback was getting phone calls from Norway on Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, saying, it's true. You should be ashamed of yourself yeah. for and behaving was, this way. It was so awesome. Lee, cause, wow. Because there's a guy from Sweden calling. Complaining. Yep, there's a guy from Sweden who calls. I can't, I can't believe what's going on there in America. Are you people a <laughs> bunch of barbarians? Awesome. I, I mean, it was, it was so awesome to hear so these anyway, two. Take it from me. My experience tells me you bring a couple of network affiliates into town, you put them in a hotel, you know, bring a little money to the community, and put what's happening in a town like Keene on a national level, you see guys like Judge Burke retiring. 
You know, I don't care if he I, retires. I just want him to do the right he, thing. I That's all. He had he's been not a, ever going to. He's, he's ha- never ha- going to unless someone makes him. And in this day and age, the only thing people are afraid of is exposure. The video yep. camera yep. is our most powerful weapon against these government tyrants. There's no doubt about it. Video and audio recording are the two basic That's tools right. every activist should have at their That's ready. Right. Thanks, and Lee. I guarantee you that while he might be willing to shove somebody like me or Dave Ridley out of the room, he's not going to shove an ABC or a CBS or an NBC guy out of the room. Nope. Never if Anderson Cooper comes in there, you know, it's uh, the court's well, wide open. I don't think he'd get away with it with you, Lee. It really doesn't take that much attention, much that much sunlight you to shine on these cockroaches. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lee, we'll talk again. Thank you for the call all tonight. Right. I appreciate all the Welcome input. Home. Yes, sir. 800-259-9231. You should have seen the way they squirmed on TalkBack. I've got to hear it. I've got it. I've got recorded. I've got it's, it automated now. The, the, the Swedish guy, <laughs> you know, made them look silly. And then I <laughs> called in and I'm like, look. Who was on? Was it Cynthia and who was, who and was the mayor, person? Dale Pregent? Oh, the and, mayor. And, and Dale tried to absolve himself of, of look, look, this is a court thing. This isn't the city oh, thing. Oh, it's not my and responsibility. I called in and I made the, the point, look, Mayor, you and Cynthia were both on this board. You voted for zoning rules. It's a zoning rule. Yeah. And the fact is the people of Cheshire County are all being held hostage because of the rules that, that uh, Keene made. What did this cost, by the way? That's what right. I'd like to That's know. That's the thing. Is, is you know I, I made the point that I've got this uh, pugnacious and, uh, and stubborn co-host who's going up against a, a judge who feels they've been slighted. This is a disagreement between two people that's uh, if 90 days would have been $15,000 just in wow. the, just in jail time. Forget whatever, you know, the, the cops crazy. are getting paid and all that other crap. So you're talking probably $100,000. You know how much they've been arguing about this this Monadnock uh, Better uh, Development Corporation getting their loan yeah. uh, for $120,000. They've been talking about that for months on the air. Wow. Shut up about your damn loan. This is $100,000 being wasted. The toll-free number is one 800 9231. You can bring up anything and we'll take your calls here. If you're on hold, we will get to you. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number for you to take control of the airwaves is 800-259-9231. Still getting over a bit of a flu. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Uh, lots of stuff to cover on my odyssey over the weekend, spending the entirety of the – in the fine, fine facilities of Cheshire County Correctional Institution. So did you ever get out of a holding cell? Did I get out? Went out to, to take a shower at one point. No, I mean uh, – uh, so- Did I get to population? No, that was going to happen today. Uh, but the judge, uh, so-called uh, – actually, he calls himself a justice – so I don't know if there's a difference between being a judge or a justice, but whenever he signs his o- orders, it's Edward Burke, Edward J. Burke, justice. Is there a difference? I don't know. Those of you that know the legal land better than I, uh, you're welcome to comment on that. But, uh, yeah, he let me out uh, early on suspended sentence, which means that if they bust me for a misdemeanor or a felony or pretty much anything for the next 90 days, I'm going in for 90 days, essentially. So I got to keep my head down, uh, definitely below water, and I've got to behave myself because this guy he has no problem with throwing my butt in a prison cell. Uh, but what about you? Uh, somebody else I think should take up the mantle at this point. I felt as though I was picking it up from Russell Canning, who uh, who was my, certainly one of my inspirations in all of this, and he was, moved out of the area. I was thinking about uh, going out to the the local trophy shop and getting you um, getting them put together something for you, and, and saying Liberty Activist Merit Badge. You know, so I can <laughs> well, just you know pin what? it right there in your chest. Well, you know what, Mark? They actually have uh, one of the activists in the area here came up with the Brass Balls Award, and he's awarded it <laughs> to. Uh, uh, the Russell Canning and Lauren Canario and some of the other uh, great, I think, 
people that paved the way for me me doing what I did. I was not the first. Uh, it might have been the most the harshest sentence, uh, but of course it was mitigated. So Lauren Canario, I think, has certainly spent more far more time than anybody else combined uh, in a prison cell. She's still in federal prison today as a result of being disobedient in uh, the federal courthouse. So you know, it's not just me. There's a lot of this crap going so on. So what's going on with place. Couch? Oh, you got it's uh, it's got to be out by the end of the week. I see. So it's it's going away. All right, let's go to your phone calls here and talk to George in D.C. George, you're on free. Oh, wait, no, George is gone. Let's try Jesse listening in Keene, New Hampshire. Jesse, you're on Free Talk Live. How's it going, buddy? Hey, dude. Thanks for coming uh, out on Friday. One of the one of the few, the proud. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, Dale was actually here. It's me and Tim sitting here, and Dale was. We all went out to dinner, and uh, we're actually listening to the show like on the radio. But we uh, we figured we'd call and say, you know. Uh, it's good to have you out again. And uh, there's actually uh, two things that I wanted to address uh, yes, personally, sir. but I just wanted to pass on, you know, we're all very happy that you're out. You uh, are one of the bloggers, by the way, over at freekeen.com. And, uh, again, you were one of the few folks that did manage to make it out. And it was in the middle of the day. I mean, we had 15 people turn out for the arraignment last month. And so this one was at 1.30 in the afternoon. Most people are at work. So, again, thanks for coming out. Go ahead with your thoughts. No, no, yeah, hey, anytime, man. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the first was... Uh, I was I was curious to know, um, has like I, I don't know how to I don't know the best way to phrase this. I'm, um, I guess we'll just move on to my second point. <laughs> okay. uh, the second point is we've already been talking about what we're going to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when we go into the court next uh, month, I guess it is when you and Toby have to stand before the same uh, the same jerk and That's uh, correct. you know do your thing. And since they kind of they basically twisted our arm into, uh, you know, standing up. Oh, they were ready for you guys. I mean, you saw the three cops standing in the back. They certainly didn't need all that enforcement just for little old me. So they were totally ready for the rest of the activists to uh, be disobedient and take you guys into custody, too. Oh, no, yeah. And it was was, the thing is, we uh, were already discussing. I mean, it's kind of funny, like... uh, you know, Dale and Tim and I were tossing ideas like coming on, uh, coming in wheelchairs. Can't stand if you're in a wheelchair. Uh, do the Mexican wave when you stand up because you know the judge. He's like, you know, stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. Like a game of Simon Says. You know, you may as well sit down, stand up, uh, or stand up, sit down. Well, really I can quick. tell you and, that uh, the wheelchair thing isn't going to work. They're going to not let you in. Uh, they just won't let you in. They'll they'll uh, recognize you not. and they'll just come up with uh, an excuse. That's a, actually a real. Que- that's a uh, the thing is, I want to ask you, uh, what do you think we should do? I mean, maybe we I have be no idea. About this in private or. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I certainly don't. Uh, it, it's not my call what activists are going to do. I mean, I certainly don't want to be seen as some sort of ringleader. I think that's what they think that I am. I think they believe that uh, because I'm visible, I'm sort of, the, you know, cutting the head off the monster or something like that. And I think what they don't understand and what hopefully they'll learn is that there is no ringleader to this organization. If there isn't even is such an organization, all you've got are individuals that are willing to team up with other individuals to do various different things. Things. I mean, you just heard Lee from Cheshire TV uh, spontaneously coming up with the idea of uh, having a play and putting that on. And, and I mean, the, who would have thought of that? I never would have considered something like that. So, you know, I leave it in each individual's hands to decide for themselves what they think the right thing to do is about this. And of course, I will be here reporting on all of it uh, because I feel like, you know, at this point, uh, it, it was a very, very trying time for uh, certainly for Julia. I mean, I wasn't feeling great either, but I mean, it wasn't that bad sitting there just playing cards with a bunch of dudes all weekend. Uh, the, the jail here in Cheshire County ain't that bad. It, it really isn't. Uh, so for those of you out there considering doing non, uh, non-cooperation civil disobedience, Cheshire County, pretty good place to do it. I hear the Manchester jail is absolutely awful. 
Anyway, uh, so yeah, go out there and do what you think is right, and I will be here communicating it out on the airwaves across the country and around the world and telling people about it. And the more action there is, whether it's on this or whatever the other issues are, because there sure as hell are a lot of other issues out there. I mean, like I said before, one of my main concerns is what's happening to all of the unsung people, the people that don't have the activists out there backing them up. Because, you know, we don't have enough people to go in there every Monday morning for an arraignment. And, you know, sit in there for however the hell long that that stuff takes and and support the just the regular folks that are being run over uh, by this uh, violent, uh, tyrannical system. So that's one of my concerns. I'd love to see more activists moving in and and getting involved in that way. And it's like I uh, it's like I told uh, this uh, Judge Burke guy or Justice Burke. It's like, look, man, if you just leave people alone, you'd be a hero. If you if you would just stop hearing cases that don't involve a victim, you would be the first judge in American history to break ranks and do the right thing. So as far as what you should do, that's up to you, my friend. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I just re- uh, thanks for that. I just remembered uh, the first other thing I was going to say, uh, which is you. Um, uh, b- before I get to that, I was uh, a, a comment on what Lee had said before. The transcripts are twenty-five dollars, and it'll take them like two weeks to get to him because they got to be sent to Concord and then sent back here. So uh, there you I don't go. know if he's still listening, or if you want to pass that on to him at some point. But, I'm sure uh, he's Coconut still listening. From Freaking had uh, looked that up, and Very uh, good. he's probably going to pick those up as well. Thank you, dude. Appreciate the call tonight, Jesse. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We continue with John in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. John, New Hampshire. Going once. John in New Hampshire going Gentlemen, twice. Hey, John. He that just kicked in now. There you are. my delay. Anyway, uh, you just mentioned something, Ian, that, uh, that, that I actually have a couple of notes here. That, uh, one of my notes is that, that if this guy, who I have listed as Maria Lopez Burke, Maria Lopez is, is a reference to the judge that the Ridley Report referenced in Massachusetts. But my note is that if he has an opportunity. He's been sitting on the fence. He's wavering. He's obviously confused, and he, he, he goes back and forth. And he's, he's trying to do the right thing and doesn't know what to do. I agree. But guess what, dude? You can join the freedom movement, Judge Burke. You, you know, we'll, we'll be thankful, and we'll forgive you for everything. Absolutely. Just start doing the right thing, man. I mean, you've hurt yeah. a lot of people, but if yeah, you start I'm doing... Ca- I'm calling as a former minarchist tonight. <laughs> mm. uh, I've, I've been slipping. It's, it's all been slipping away. I've been a, a, minarch, you know, a Jeffersonian minarchist for years, and uh, uh, the first time I called this show, I, was, uh, I mentioned to Mark the other night that you know, I was closer to him than you, and uh, all the intelligent people of the world learn. That's part of what we do as human beings, and um, I've been moving towards uh, less and less government, and uh, one of the things as a minarchist, I think that we think that at least the courts are not dangerous. There's no force. There's no violence. It's just a place that we can go. Yeah, justice. Get justice. Get justice. Uh, I've learned that, uh, you know, seeing what has happened to my friends, and I think that this is, uh, like I said to Mark the other night, they they just kicked that third leg. You know, if you've got legislative, uh, executive, and judicial, uh, we were balancing on one thin leg of a, a three-legged stool, and they just kicked that leg out from under us. The courts are very dangerous yep. because they might be more dangerous than any other. They're completely arbitrary. They do what the heck they want. They <laughs> Seems like stand it. Stand and sit. You know, when are they going to tell us to kneel? Right. Yeah. When when are they going to bring uh, out the hoop and literally start asking people to jump through it? I mean, it's really crazy. Uh, you know, I said to you one time when you arrived in New Hampshire, welcome home, and I want to say that again. 
Welcome home. Well, again, if it wasn't for people like you, John, uh, the great folks out there that are activists here in New Hampshire and the rest of you out there listening around the world who apparently picked up your phones and made phone calls uh, to the court, to the uh, to the jail, to the top local talk show, uh, just amazing. I mean, this is the kind of support that's going to help change things, don't you think? Yeah. Just remember, Maria Lopez, uh, Judge Burke has a, has a, has a you know choice that he can make. He can go down in history as the Maria Lopez of, you know, just foolishness, or he can, you know, join the uh, freedom movement. He should. He'd be a hero if he did that. Yep, thanks, John. He sure does. He can do the right thing. Anybody can. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Hour number two is coming up. You know, I wrote a letter to uh, Mr. Burke after the arraignment, which apparently was also illegal. Uh, And I might share that coming up here in moments, because he called it almost threatening. Was it? We'll find out. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching at hour number two of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features, they're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. All the conversation tonight has so far been about the uh, couch odyssey and the time that I spent in jail over the weekend and the insanity of what happened in uh, Keene District Court on Friday. A lot of the Details on this can be found over at freekeen.com, but apparently I'm just now kind of stumbling across some of the things that were written about this on the Internet, and I thanked us everybody for doing whatever level of activism they did uh, to help out with this situation because that's what's going to make a difference when you're here is having those activists behind you when you're ready to do something like this if you're going to be doing something like that. Of course, there's a role for people like you, Mark, with uh, with the families and the more the assets on the line, and I think that we'll have Sam on at some point from the Obscure Truth Network to talk about the activist fund that's being created to help support those people that are willing to put their freedom on the line uh, in order to help gain more freedom for everybody lo- uh, down the, the long term. So people that are, you know, they feel like they've got too much to risk, they can contribute financially mm-hmm. to this fund that's coming up, and they can feel good because not only can they make phone calls and do stuff like that, but they've also, you know, for somebody who might be a single man, I mean, I am somebody who, I'm wealthy enough to where being out of work like that, I've got you folks here that can uh, mark you and the rest of the crew, Julia and and Nick Ryder and all these great people behind the scenes, you know, who can step up and and take care of the show, so my my business thing side was handled, and my house is paid off, so, you know, it's not like there were a whole lot of bills due or anything like that. I had the wealth to be able to handle this myself without having some sort of activist fund backing me up. But having that fund, I think, would be a real help for a lot of people out there that might be on the fence like, well, you know, I I don't have a lot to risk, but at the same time, nobody's going to pay my rent if I'm in jail for three months. So having somebody step up and take care of those things in your absence could be really valuable. And I know that uh, that Sam from the Obscured Tooth Network is working on that. I know we'll be talking more about it as it comes to fruition. Of course, more activists moving to New Hampshire. That's all exciting. There's a lot to discuss here. But let's go to Tom in New Hampshire and see what he wants to talk about. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. You remember when you were talking about national service, and you were trying to get a straight answer about whether national service would be compulsory or voluntary, and you were running around trying to find, did you ever get a straight answer from these people? 
Uh, it seems like the people that are advocating for national service, many of the more, uh, I guess many of the larger groups are shying away from suggesting that it should be mandatory. But at the same time, they're not saying necessarily they would vehemently oppose it if it were. They're not really taking any t- real firm approaches on this. And I think uh, blogabile.com really has some actual quotes from yeah. the you people over at Service on? Nation. You know what's going on there with these idiots is... It never. It, they come up with this brilliant idea called national service, the one cause that can unite uh, the, all Americans. And it, they actually don't grasp the concept that some people would not want to sign up and go into this thing because this is what makes Americans Americans. This is our one common bond in their in their twisted thing in their minds. But uh, after listening to what you were talking about, by the way. Uh, about going to jail for the weekend. I just wanted to point out that on uh, October 31st, the night of October 31st, uh, a University City cop was sitting in a patrol car at the intersection of Leland Avenue and Del Mar Boulevard when along came a human being that had a bone to pick with cops. And uh, it seems the human being had uh, been busted for, yeah, for assault and leaving the scene of an accident, but also for drug crimes, and the human being proceeded to gun down uh, University Police Sergeant Michael King. And so Michael King wasn't one of the cops that's going to be in these courtrooms doing stuff like that. Yes, but there are plenty of other cops who will uh, replace Mr. King in the same way that if... Thank you, Tom, for the call tonight. I, I see where you're coming from on that, and I understand the anger. Uh, however, you have to remember that violence is not the solution here, and it never is in situations like this. I mean, unless it gets really, really bad, I mean really bad, like they're actively occupying the streets and throwing people in gulags and things like that. Uh, it, unless it gets really bad, I think there is a line in the sand somewhere, but I don't think we're even close to it yet. I think we've got a lot of peaceful options that need to be exhausted. I think a lot of activists need to move here to New Hampshire and get active in various different ways, and we'll try every single peaceful solution first. And I think the tides are turning. I think that it's it's only a matter of time before the state withers away and, and dies its most needed death. Uh, so violence, no, not the solution. Besides, if you're violent to these people, you're giving them what they want uh, because they can respond to violence. This they is what they're trained that. for. Yeah. That's what they're ready for. And you're lowering yourself to their level. If something was to, uh, someone was to go out and be violent to these go- government bureaucrats that are violent to us, then, then you're no better than they are. You know, um, I, think that, I think you've made a really great point there in this case where you did your couch thing. It, you did prove that the bureaucrats don't know what to do. The judge put himself in a really vulnerable position legally. Um, whether or not uh, you decide to take that up is something that you've got to decide later. But he put himself in a very vulnerable position legally, and it goes to show he understands how to take care of violent people. You saw how he reacted in the video. I he, didn't see the video. Well, You need yeah. to see the video because once you get a chance to see the video, you'll realize, wow. Like, he never gave you a chance to do anything. No. He just jumped on you. Yep. And it's because this guy doesn't, you know, he's, he's not, he's not uh, familiar with this sort of circumstance. Sure. And I think that he's, I think that he normally is a very fair man, and that, that's my experience of him. But, uh, Except for the fact that he puts drug people in prison. I mean, he's doing he a bad job. And I, it's like you were saying earlier, a lot of these bureaucrats, maybe nice folks. I mean, for instance, when I went into the jail, it was pretty upset that I didn't get to go, because I was intending to go to Panera afterwards and have some uh, hot cocoa with uh, my activist buddies here in, in Keene and celebrate our victory, which didn't work out. Um, so I was kind of uh, in a, a bit of a pissy mood as a result of that. But otherwise, uh, the bureaucrats were were 
respectful. I mean, the guys that were working at this jail, again, it's like same old story, right? I'm just doing my job. Hey, you're an okay guy. You treat me with respect. I'll treat you with respect. I mean, there may be some sadists in there, but I didn't get, you know, any of that vibe because I was being essentially obedient to them and, you know, giving them the information they were looking for. Because if I didn't, they were going to put me in solitary, and that would have been even more awful. I would have never been able to call you, Mark. I would right. certainly never been able to talk to Julia. And uh, so, I mean, for, for somebody like Lauren Canario who can get put into solitary, I just, wow, <laughs> that is amazing right there. But one of the things you might want to point out is that Lauren Canario, for whatever reason, can get away with that, and nobody else can. They hurt Russell Canning when he tried non-cooperating in jail. Uh, his wife, Kat, uh, both of these uh, great folks, great activists here, they're the publishers of the New Hampshire Free Press. Kat was also hurt. So it wasn't just because Lauren was a woman Maybe it's because she's a relatively small and frail-looking woman. I'm not sure. Uh, but so far, Lauren Canario has been the only person who's been able to successfully be civilly disobedient in jail. And as, as far as we know, not have her head cracked against the cement or something like that. Yeah. So it's not – I don't necessarily recommend that. I think that once you're in there, you should you know play along and uh, be, be kind to these people. Um, and they were – I have no complaints about the way that these people were doing their jobs there. I think that they were all pretty nice folk. And it's so like you said, Mark, they're doing an awful job. They're doing terrible things to people. Not that they're doing the job poorly. They're doing right. the job far too well, in my opinion. Right. If they it's were only they're doing, doing a, ba- a job that is evil, absolutely. unfortunately. What they're doing is evil in the most, for the most part. And you know what the interesting thing is? A lot of these cops and these enforcers and the COs and the attorneys and all of these people, the judges, I'm sure they fancy them themselves is heroic. I'm sure that a lot of them, you know, with their awards and the things that they sort of pat each other on the back, like, yeah, good job, you've got, you know, gotten these many arrests or whatever. They want to believe they're doing the right thing. They want to believe that they're doing something that's heroic and beneficial to mankind, but it's just not true. It's not. If if what they were doing was only dealing with people who hurt other people or destroyed property, if that was all they were dealing with was those kinds of people, then they really would be heroes. People would be lauding them from the rooftops. I mean, if this Judge Burke turns around next week and decides to, no, you know, I'm not going to hear that case. That's about drugs. Nope, that's out of here. That's about, you know, speeding or that's out of here. If he just all of a sudden only started hearing cases about domestic violence or rape or uh, uh, assault, battery, murder, that sort of stuff, arson, who would have any complaint with him? He'd never have another activist sitting in his courtroom ever. So uh, he could right. turn it around. These individual bureaucrats could turn it around, but none of them will because they're all worried about their paycheck. Even if they even if they believe in this, I mean, the guy that runs the prison is a member of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, Richard Van Wickler. What's he going to do? He can turn people out. As the superintendent, he could turn out every one of those drug prisoners in his prison, hmm. but he doesn't. Must be looking for a promotion up the line. Or but something. the hammer is probably going to come down on him if he does. Yeah. That's why we need more activists here in New Hampshire as possible. Doing activism on the political side and on the market-based activism side and more media. I mean, we need more, 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 because the more people we have, the more ideas will be generated, the more activism will happen, and the, the, the faster we'll get to freedom, period. More on the way. You take control. It's Free Talk Live.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. So I've been taking this uh, diet pill, Dex-C20, for probably about three months now, and I've been steadily losing weight on it, and I... You know, I I can't begin to tell people how amazing this thing is. I wouldn't take I wouldn't do another sponsorship for another diet pill unless it could do the kind of things that Dex C20 does. I can't take a diet pill because it it makes me nervous and jittery. Um I wouldn't recommend a diet pill where I wasn't able to say, "Look, I lost weight." Well, I did lose weight and it doesn't make me jittery. If you want to lose weight, if you want, don't want to eat as much during this holiday season, even though you'll still feel full, you'll still feel like you've got, you've stuffed yourself on Christmas, you can try Dex C20. Um, you can get it at Walgreens, CVS, GNC, any of those places, or you can go to diet.freetalklive.com. I recommend it. It's been great for me, Dex C20. And I've gotten lots of emails from uh, listeners that have said they've tried it now, and they didn't believe me at first, but now they've tried it, and it's, it's worked for them. Toll-free, 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone calls about what you want. Uh, most of the calls have been focusing on my odyssey in regards to the Freedom Couch, uh, which will probably be removed at some point this week. I did make that promise to uh, Mr. Burke. And so, yes, uh, it's true. I did bow down. However, I would point out that... Uh, did you tell him where you were going to put the Freedom Couch? But did you make a promise? I told him I'd get rid of it. That's get all. rid of it? Like yeah. you could drop it off at uh, the county courthouse? Uh, tr- I, uh, that, I would uh, not do uh, that. That city hall? Like, just poof. I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've I, got to keep my head down at this point, Mark. My job, I feel like at this point, my job is to communicate the rest of the great liberty activism that is going on. That's what it has always been. But at the same time, I can't get on. I couldn't get on the air and say, hey, you should try non-cooperation when I myself had never actually done it. And so now I did, and I can say that I've spent some time in the pokey uh, as a result of it. So, yeah. so I got my cred. It's I, no I, great thing. Yeah, no, uh, but I didn't, you know, I didn't stay all 93 days, but, and would I have ended up staying all 93? Probably not. I imagine that if I hadn't have uh, begged this morning, eventually the sentence probably would have been cut down because of all the activism. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I you know I could not allow what was happening uh, in my personal life to continue, and uh, it, it just when you've got a loved one who is all alone at home. I mean, being consoled by friends and having a really tough time, you want to end it as quick as possible. And and that's what I did. And I don't feel like I did the wrong thing one moment. I don't feel like I bowed down to judge uh, Mr. Burke as much as I did what I needed to do to get back together with my wonderful girlfriend. Yep. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do, man. So, you know, as I say, someone else should pick up the mantle at this point, uh, whether it be here in Keene or across New Hampshire. I don't recommend you do this anywhere but New Hampshire, by the way. I know that, you know, I say experiment with it, but if you're all alone out there and wherever you are and you don't have activists to back you up, man, it's a lonely world. I was kind of thinking about this, and uh, pardon me to be very, very frank right now about uh, freedom freedom activist Lauren Canario and and, and Russell Canning for a minute. Um, These guys... Like, what were they doing before they became non-cooperative freedom activists? I don't know. Not much. Um, they're pretty average folks doing mm-hmm. average lives. Sure. They got fed Russell up. Russell was an accountant. They came They came here, and they thought they'd try some stuff. And, you know, it's really just a, a learn-as-you-go. They're, to some extent, famous, iconic. Yeah. Uh, they've been uh, picked, you know, uh, extolled for their virtues. They were inspirational to me. They're inspirational. People consider them heroes. Where can the average person get that in their life? How can the average person be a hero? Well, if a building's on fire, I suppose you can run in. Yeah. But your moment of fame's 
gone in a flash at that point. Okay. I mean, you, you're, a, you're a hero for a moment. I mean, I, I pulled a guy out of a van that was, you know, uh, you know, had some problems on the road, but that, you know, I, I got like one day's worth of, um, you know, people saying, hey, good job. These people are getting attention from that um, standpoint, and if that's important to you, and that's important to many humans. Okay. If you look at what motivates humans, it's not always uh, you know greed for money. It's it's greed for you know their the attention of other human beings, uh, the accolades. What are you getting at? I'm just saying, look. These, uh, if uh, somebody wants that, if they if they believe in liberty, this is a relatively easy way to to sort of become a hero. Do you know what I mean? Well, are you critiquing or something? I'm I don't critiquing. understand. No, no, just okay. saying. Looking looking at it frankly, things that motivate people, right? Okay. Like if I was saying, here's a place where you could go dig and get a, a, yeah. a barrel full of gold. It's a it's a expensive cost though. I mean, Lauren Canario sitting in jail for 30 days as a result of some minor uh, civil disobedience, some minor non cooperation. Uh, so is I mean yeah is she a hero yeah but man she's paying a price and so is her husband Jim by the way I mean yeah, he's paying he, it's been six times I believe that Lauren has been arrested and put in a jail cell and it the Jim is the biggest victim of of all of this uh, her husband you know I had the chance to talk to him he happened to be over at your house over the weekend when I called you at one point and it can't be easy on him and the thing about Lauren is she's a she is not just a non cooperative she's a civil civil disobedient I mean she'll go out and she'll stir it up. They brought this fight to me. I didn't go out looking for this. They came after me, and I think that's a kind of a, a a better position to be coming from. That's just my opinion. I think I have a lot of respect for what Lauren and Russell have done and the activism they do because it brought me here sooner rather than later. And I hope that my little bit, uh, my my, I'm sure Julia would consider it a sacrifice, but uh, I still prefer the term investment. My investment in spending my weekend in jail as a result of this couch situation. I hope. And you said you got emails, so I hope it's true that more people will come here sooner rather than later and get active in whatever way suits them whether it be you know behind the scenes quietly contributing money to the various different activism funds whether it be doing political activism or your own non-cooperation civil disobedience creating your own media whatever it is that floats your boat there's nowhere better than here to do it let's go back to the uh, the calls here and talk to neil in california neil you're on free talk live uh, it's good to have you back in i must hey. say that and uh and mark you did a great job while he was away thanks i've gotten mixed reviews <laughs> well you can't please everybody mark <laughs> you know, I- Tell you the truth, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, Friday, you seemed a little bit, you know, maybe kind of in shock. But uh, the Saturday show, I thought, was really great. Very good, so, sir. What's uh, on you know, your mind tonight? Well, um, the main thing was I wanted to find out if, if you ever asked what constitutes outdoor furniture. You know, th- that my thing at that particular uh, trial was not to actually attempt to uh, to play with their rules. However, that's what I'm going to have to do essentially for the next one because I've told him that I'll I'll, I'll play by the book basically uh, for the next one. So I was trying to ask questions about the nature and the cause of the proceedings, a la you know Sam or or Mark Stevens. I don't know if I, I went about it the right way, but I think that you know you're in a situation where there is no magic words, there are there are no magic questions. I mean, the man wouldn't even let me get a question out no. without putting. Me in handcuffs and throwing me in a prison cell. So, I mean, if they've got a mind to put you in a cell, that's what's going to happen, and it won't matter what you say, uh, because really what this is all about, I mean, really what it all comes down to, and it's always been this way, it has nothing to do with consent. Your consent is not required. These are a violent gang, people, of the, men and women that are willing to do violence against their neighbors, and uh, it's all about obedience and money, period. That's it. He was, he was, he was making a point, you know, and, that, and that's, that's, that's why you didn't even get to, I mean, I, I was kind of confused when, you know, I, I watched the video and you were, 
you were standing up, and then he was telling you to sit down, and nobody else was sitting down yet. It, it didn't seem like. And, I mean, when, when you have somebody screaming at you, like, three or four times, like, you just kind of pause. Yeah, I don't listen and, to you. And, and when when you happens. yell, it's my same point about the couch. When you threaten me, I don't respond well to that. When you yell at me, I don't respond well to that. Try being was nice. There, was there a couple of people in that courtroom yell, telling you to like sit down because it seemed like there's like I think know. so I think it was just the judge that was yelling I haven't seen the video it's over at freekeen.com I thank you Neil for the call tonight uh, 800-259-9231 Toby Islin uh, from Free Minds TV and I are both going to be going back to this very same court uh, next month on the Freedom Fest issues we'll have to talk about that hopefully more folks can show up for that one uh, more coming up you take control this is Free Talk Live this program is brought to you by freekeen.com Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. The toll-free number for you is 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include the Shrine and the archives and the updates. We give it all away. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you. I mean, the archives, we give you an entire year right there on the front page of the website. Click download. They're yours, freetalklive.com. So I read this uh, book. It was sent to me by an author, a local author here in Keene, who's uh, claimed to be a libertarian. And I usually give books uh, the first 50 pages or so. And it's, I have the 51-page rule. Okay. If I don't enjoy it at 51 pages, You're done. Yeah, I, I put it in. Um, but... This book, I read when I, you know, at, at times when I wasn't my normal reading time. It was so good. It's Sex with the Virgin Mary, and it's about the adventures of this guy that, you know, maybe he had a vision, maybe he's a hustler. But uh, you can find out more by going to sexwiththevirginmary.com, or you can buy it at amazon.freetalklive.com, and we get a little bit off of it. Um, that's sexwiththevirginmary.com. I recommend it. 1-800-259-9231. Talking about so many different aspects to the uh, the Freedom Couch Odyssey, the time that I spent in jail over the weekend, the fact that uh, this uh, judge, so-called Judge Burke here in Keene, he calls himself a justice. I still don't know what the difference is. Anyway, Justice Burke, uh, you know, threw me in a, a prison cell for what was originally supposed to be 93 days. I uh, finally did bow down to his power, his greatness, uh, and uh, essentially begged for mercy so I could get out and be with my girlfriend again. Uh, and they let me out after the uh, after three days was up. Which, by the way, I'd like to point out that uh, they did not credit me the three days towards the fifty dollar a day amount that it's supposed to get you on fines. Hmm. So, in addition to the three days, I'm going to still have to pay them a fine or work ten hours sense. community service. So anyway, uh, so there's a lot of people that are coming here to get active, I think, as a, as a result of this, perhaps sooner rather than later. And I think that's great. I think that's exciting because uh, because the more that they crack down, the more that they're going to inspire. Uh, I'm reading one of the articles here over at HomelandStupidity.us, and Dale Everett, the artist over at AnarchyInYourHead.com, has a few interesting things to say about the situation. He was actually in the courtroom that day. Uh, he had had the ability to come out because he works for himself, didn't have a job to go to or anything like that. And so it's nice when you work for yourself. You can schedule things like this. And he said about what the judge uh, did there, or Justice Burke did, he said it was oppressive. 
They had a notice posted, obviously targeting us, liberty activists, saying anyone who didn't stand for the judge would be subject to sanction. So I left. I wasn't prepared to get arrested today. He said the tyranny was stifling. It's the kind of experience that makes you rethink everything. And just to be clear, I don't mean rethinking everything in terms of backing off. Quite the opposite. So what's going to happen is if they decide to continue this crackdown on whomever the victim, the next victim might be, they're just going to inspire more activism. So it's like, why don't they get it yet? How long will it take them to understand this? That the more they strike people down, the well, more people are going to stand up. What are they up. supposed to do, Ian? They should just leave people well, alone. I understand what you they want last, them to their do. Their power Hold will on. last Wait, 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 wait. Listen to me. Um, they... They, if, if they don't do anything, the Free State Project's going to grow and uh, get more successful. Sure. If they do do something, the Free State Project's going to grow and get more successful. Faster, in my opinion. Okay. Faster. I don't think so. I think they're hastening their demise by being violent like this. I disagree. It's a, well, like you said, the, the video, which I've not yet watched, is, makes it crystal clear. This is tyranny, plain and simple. But if, they just, if they'd ignored it's this, the only if they card they go. have to play. I mean, it's... But they don't have to play it. That's all I'm saying. The other card is to let... let people alone yeah, in which case then less people would be inspired to do something about this i mean if they had if they had just let me walk out of that court like they had some of the other activists in the past it would have got very little coverage very little would have been said about it and everybody would have just moved on yeah some people would still come in here to new hampshire and specifically to Keene, but i don't think it would have been as fast and uh, as people wouldn't be as upset about what was going on here let's go to tom who is in new york tom one of the documentarians behind a candid world which is uh, currently in production it's uh, actually a documentary all about the Free State Project. You're on the amp line. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Tom. What's on your mind? Not too much. You know, I think that uh, Lee from Cheshire TV, who called in earlier, has a real point. Because uh, I must say, I felt a little gypped <laughs> driving all the way up to New York, and uh, I had put in all of the legwork that one possibly could have done going in. And uh, when I got there, I was still told that I needed to have a press pass. Yeah. Fortunately... You had to have a piece of paper laminated hanging around your neck to be in as the official press. That's all it would have taken. Tom? Or, or, I think we lost Tom. He yep. can call back. 800-259-9231. He's the guy that was there, and I believe it's his camera that the, the footage came from. Mark, are you aware of this? I think it was he was the only one with a camera in there, wasn't he? That's correct. So the footage that's on freekeen.com came from Tom from A Candid World. And, yeah, they tried to stop him from going in, but then they well, decided to allow a non-professional photographer in who didn't have a press pass. Well, I'd have gone um, and got my press pass, so that yeah. wouldn't have stopped anything. But the fact is, they, it didn't matter. The, and then the they judge stopped walked him in, in the middle. In the the middle. judge walked in, freaked out, um, hooked, hung from the chandelier, uh, drug you <laughs> off into a, uh, a secret courtroom. Yeah, and, and shut the, off his camera. And shut off the camera, and we couldn't even, he couldn't even videotape the, the television. The, the, the television. Right. And this is the crappiest television you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a television in prison like this. <laughs> uh, it was, you know, the... I was surprised. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. The, 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 it was maybe a 20-inch screen sitting uh, 50 feet away. They had a uh, tough crazy. time getting their video conference uh, stuff working th- this morning for when I talked to uh, Justice, so-called Justice Burke at that time. And, you know, I really hope that if uh, Mr. Burke is listening tonight, that he really reconsiders and starts to do the right thing out there, man, because well, I, I'm of the opinion the that, activists and, aren't going to let up. 
I, I suspect I'm letting up. But I suspect yeah. somebody's listening, and yeah. I'm of the opinion that Mr. Burke has been really fair up to this point. And then, like the pressure lost was it. put on him for some reason. Yeah. No, I don't think he lost no. it. I think they somebody orders? forced him to do something that was against his nature. Who's above him? I don't know. Uh, the, the, these people, you know, they've, they've got their little clubs and cliques and the good old boys uh, network. I don't know who pushed whom to do what, but. He was acting outside of his nature, and it was so far outside that you can see the guy wasn't even – it didn't even look rational. Well, now, a guy that's uh, you know mean and nasty would have done much better job covering his tracks on this than, mm-hmm. than Judge Burke, because Judge Burke has not been that way at the, up to this point. Well, I think what I might do is what I've sort of been doing as a result of – and it was actually one of them that started this. Uh, it was uh, Fred Parcells, one of the uh, former city councilors that actually invited us out to some lunch – and I then I I invited uh, the the couch enforcer out to lunch, and uh, maybe I'll invite old uh, Justice Burke out to lunch, and we'll have a conversation. Of course, you can't actually talk to the judges; you can't get a message to them through the court, which is why I sent a letter to his home, which apparently is illegal. So, so they didn't charge me with that particular crime, by the way, the so-called crime of an ex parte communication with the judge. Mark, have you heard about this? No. That you can't send any communication to a judge at his home. During a, a, a situation where there's a trial going on? Uh, no, of course you can't send a letter to a judge's house when um, there's a trial going on. You can't send a letter to a, a judge's house anyway if you're period uh, if you're talking Ever? to him about legal stuff. Well, I wasn't talking about legal stuff. I was just imploring him to stop doing the wrong thing and to start, uh, you know, ignoring cases that uh, that don't involve a victim. That's all. That's the point. It was my point of my letter, and he called it uh, possibly threatening. Yeah, I, this, I knew that. He, I'm sure here. that he considered it threatening. Which it wasn't in any way, shape, or form. If we have time, we'll share that with you. But we need to go back to your calls here. To the amp lines, who's this? You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, this is Tom. Tom, back. back. I got dropped out. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so what I was saying is I think that Lee from Cheshire has a point. Because uh, as I was saying, I felt a little gypped driving all the way up there. And then when I got there, despite the fact that I'd gone through all the legwork, they still told me I needed to have a press pass, which I don't know why I wasn't told that beforehand. Arbitrary. And, uh, it's just arbitrary enforcement of whatever they want. That's all it is. Right. So, you know, fortunately I was able to get in, but uh, to the detriment of whoever else wanted to get in there to do it. Um, so, and then, you know, once uh, everything went to contempt of court, you went to the back room, uh, I was told I had to turn the camera off, and I wasn't allowed to bring the camera back there, which, once again, is arbitrary. Yep. Um, so I do feel that there's definitely a case there. That's a, that's um, a totally separate case from the outrageousness of the contempt of court charges. That's a, that's a freedom of, uh, of speech case right there, freedom of the press case. So, I mean, your, your rights were oppressed right there in that same courtroom that day. Right. Absolutely. And uh, on top of that, you can't really, I know you haven't seen the video yet, it doesn't come across as clear in the video, but when you were there doing it, you could really feel it. They intentionally, when everything started to happen, they intentionally walked in front of the camera and wow. blocked my shot. That is for amazing. For a portion of it. Then they moved, and then they came back and blocked it again. The entire and, thing uh, was so orchestrated, and I don't know if you had more, but hang on. We'll try to keep you on here if there's more from Tom from A Candid World. He was the man who got the footage that we do have up at freekeen.com. 800-259-9231. You can take control. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free, so enjoy those on us. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. And whatever it is you buy, even if it's a used item, uh, anything uh, that you load into your shopping cart, Free Talk Live gets a cut. So enter through amazon.freetalklive.com, get your holiday shopping done, and buy all the regular stuff that you need for life there, too, because you're going to find the prices are great. It's the brands that you trust, and you're going to get free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of items. Plus, Free Talk Live gets a cut. If you start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com, we go back to Tom in New York. Uh, Tom, the documentarian, one of the two documentarians behind A Candid World. Uh, what's your website, Tom, so people can go and see some of the work that, uh, some of the preview work that you've got up there, if I think, for your upcoming documentary? Uh, it's www.candid-world.com. Is it a candid world or just candid world? I might, if, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry about that. Is it candid world? Uh, it's just candid world okay. for the website. Candid-world.com. That's your site. You do have a, like a, a preview uh, video up there, right? For the project? Yeah, we have a trailer, and uh, shortly, you know, we're going to have a little short uh, about uh, the whole couch incident that just happened. So Way that cool. Yep. By the end of the week, I Very cool. So you had your freedom of the press absolutely uh, infringed upon. You were there. This uh, Justice Burke here in Keene District Court had you shut down your camera right in the middle of this so-called public trial. Pretty outrageous. I don't know if there's anything. I'm sure you could do something if you wanted to take action. I'm not sure what action can be taken about that. Dennis earlier suggested uh, going through the New Hampshire legislature. Of course, there's also obviously the legal route uh, as well. So I don't know if you're going to make any uh, moves on this, but the, you definitely had your freedoms infringed upon that day as well. Yeah, you know, I really don't know what I would do about it at this point. I wasn't very prepared then, but I definitely do feel like I was infringed upon. Absolutely, and I feel like your uh, cell phone has been infringed upon, or either that or our VoIP line, and I, I, I thank you for the call tonight, Tom, and uh, we continue with your calls about anything. Todd is on the line in Michigan. Todd, you're on Free Talk Live. This is, I believe, Todd from Liberty Cap Talk Live. Hey, my friend. How's it going? Hey, Welcome dude. back, Ian. Thank you, dude. And thank you to uh, to you. You are a blogger. And thank you to Michael uh, from HomelandStupidity.us and, and all of the great bloggers over at Freekeen.com oh, no and anybody problem. else. Manuel Laura over at LouRockwell.com uh, got us on the, the blog there. Thank you to anybody that uh, gave us coverage online and, uh, of course, anybody that, uh, that did any other level of activism in regards to this. It's all thanks to you uh, that I think it went as well as, uh, as it could have gone. Oh, no problem. I, I just got one question for you, Ian. Yes, sir. Uh, did they do anything, like, remotely sexual with you in the prison <laughs> the entire time? People always want to know this. Uh, this is, like, one of the, the, the first thing that people want to know uh, when you talk, to, talk about having gone to jail is, why did you go there, and did you get raped when you were there? Uh, no, no I, the, as I said, that it was a relatively positive experience. Uh, the bureaucrats that were working there were very professional. Most of them were, were quite respectful, and it was like, you know, if it's you It's not the bureaucrats respect- that are going to bugger you, Ian. Oh, you were talking about the prisoners. Well, I thought they, uh, well, I, I thought they were just going to tattoo you, you know. I thought they were just going to no, do that. But no, no they were, uh, the guys that I was in with uh, mostly were there for drug-related stuff, a couple of them for uh, driving while suspended, which I think stemmed originally from drug-related charges. So, I mean, they, these were all guys that, that really understood the idea right. of leave people alone. Uh, if you don't have a victim, there is no crime. And, of course, uh, they right. we got to talk about liberty. And, of course, a lot of the guards found out about Free Talk Live as a result of me being there. So who knows what... Well, this will do for um, people. You know, that are I, I there. mean, in all seriousness, uh, uh, I, I was just um, wondering. Um, you said that um, oh, 
you were you only served the three days, of course. That's uh, having been true. But the other ninety, uh, what's going to happen from this point on? Um, what's the the game plan that they have in mind for you? Uh, uh, they want money, and uh, obviously they want the couch gone, and they want me to be a good little boy for the next 90 days. No felonies, no misdemeanors, or major motor vehicle violations as defined by the motor vehicle court. This is from his uh, well, final order here's today. My, my suggestion here, and, and this is something that a lot of the activists, and I'm trying to speed things up so I can just move to New Hampshire early uh, next year or sometime next mm-hmm. year, um, hopefully, but um, the, the the whole thing here is this: we need to really be far more prepared um, for anything that happens by next year. And on top of that, uh, you know, I was just telling Mark on on, uh, on Google Talk, uh, they have these pens out now, where if you're in the courtroom and you're addressing the judge and you're writing some stuff down. It can actually record the entire conversation wave files. I was talking to Mike Seebeck, who's a good, who's a good liberty activist out in California, and he was telling me, well, they have these pens out now where you can just, if you're writing in the courtroom or if you're just anywhere, it, it'll just record it. Just, yeah, well, you know, then that might be a surreptitious file. recording, and they might not like that too much. That could get you also arrested, apparently, here how? in New Hampshire for recording without they, them knowing. How do they find out recording? who did it? That's true. Recording. They wouldn't know. That's a good point. Uh, so what you're basically talking about is using spy equipment to uh, to record in, in very surreptitious ways. And I think it's a fine idea. I mean, uh, and I think the very surreptitious... Well, I think that what's a bad idea, I'm not ready to, to go out and say, uh, you know, break laws or anything like that. But I, what I think is terrible is that people would be driven to this to get for the public. In America? I mean, I'm paying for this damn court. We deserve right. an open judiciary. This is out of the cage crazy. Yeah. The, you know, the, whole the judge can yeah. throw cameras out of the courtroom? I, I, yeah, get here, to, uh, Todd, and, and get active in whatever way that you think is best. The more activism we have, the the more befuddled these government bureaucrats are going to be. They oh, barely yeah. know how to handle uh, a handful of, of activists. Uh, when well, we have I, more than a handful, I, I it's going to be crazy. I just want to say one more thing here. Yes, uh, you know, it's, it's great that you're out, but this is far from over. Oh, yeah. And uh, right now, um, there's plenty of more on the way to come from them. Uh, well, I, I hope it doesn't come at me because this was very... Boy for the next 90 days, but we're going to be watching them. Yeah, I, I hope whatever comes next doesn't come at me, uh, but I have to say that Toby is in the crosshairs from Free Minds TV, as well as myself. We're both going to be back in this very same court in front of the very same Justice Burke uh, in regards to the Freedom Fest so-called violations, where they cited Toby and I for being the organizers of this event that was uh, pulled off without a, a government permit, essentially people assembling using their First Amendment right to freedom of assembly, and they are saying that you apparently can't have the freedom of assembly without going and begging for permission which isn't a right that's a privilege and you know i'm going to take it and play it straight this time and go through their little uh, play their little game and and play by their rules i think i can beat it just by you know mark you said they have to prove their case that it was even me that was doing these things which they probably right. can't prove and secondly Absolutely. i'd like to point out the uh, the first amendment in the in the courtroom you know have the same uh, the prosecutor the guy that wrote the ticket the, who's also a cop and uh, have him read the first amendment and maybe ask him a few other questions in regards to that and say okay well there you have it you know, but unfortunately, I'm in a situation today where 
I'm not, I don't have the ability to be as disobedient as I was uh, a week ago. I just, I can't go out and do this again to Julia. So somebody else is going to have to pick up the mantle, I think, for the, for the civil disobedience at, at this point. I, I would love to get out there and continue this. Uh, and, and, and when Julia is ready for it, then that can happen. But for now, I'm going to have to play the role of communicator well, and bring all this out there. All you got to do is lay low and uh, just take it easy. And we'll pick up the pieces here because let me tell you something. Like I said before, they may be watching you, but we're going to be watching them. Thanks, Todd, for and the any call. Any wrong moves they make? They, oh, yeah, if you're there no. still. Go ahead. Any wrong moves? All right, he's gone. Any wrong moves they make, it's over for them. Thanks, Todd. It's almost over for them. I, I, you know, the tides are turning. I don't think they realize it yet, but I, I don't know how many phone calls they got at the district court, so who knows what they realize at this point. You can uh, bring up anything. Here we go to Andy listening also in Michigan. Andy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I just had a couple comments about a couple of experiences I've had lately. Uh, uh, maybe six months ago or so, I went to the, uh, the public library in my county in Michigan mm-hmm. and was looking for something by Ron Paul to read. And uh, so I looked him up in their little thing, and he wasn't in there. Yes. So that was, that was the first thing. And then today I had another experience. I went to... Uh, well, I'd like to, before you go on your other experience, I'd like to point out that uh, many libraries, obviously, they can't carry every single book, so it might be a situation where you could uh, contribute the book. Uh, many libraries will take contributions, so if you were to purchase the Ron Paul book or Harry Brown book or whatever it is, book, uh, Mary Roy, whatever book you want to have them to have on their shelves and donate well, it to I, them, yeah. they might put it up well, there. Well, then I guess I'll give them my Ron Paul book tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> and um, Second point. Then at, uh, at Borders, I went to Borders today, or some place while the book's one of those, the same corporate umbrella, and uh, I asked them if they had anything by Dr. Mary Ruart, because I'm looking for the turn-of-the-century version of Healing Our World. Mm-hmm. I want to buy it. And uh, yes. they said, well, we only have Healing Our World, 1993, out of print. We can't order it. Oh, that's no good. Like, Thanks uh, for nothing, guys. You know, make it easy. Version? Make it easy on yourself. Uh, I believe Amazon has it. So uh, head over to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. He's saying it. there's a conspiracy. Oh, I see. I don't know what there is. It's just you know, it's not a hugely popular book. It's a real gem, and I highly recommend it to anybody. And I thank you for the call tonight. Uh, Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Pick it up there. And I'm sure Mary is selling it through her website as well at ruart.com. But if you go through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, we get a cut. Hour three is coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the free state. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. They accept payment in silver or gold. And responsible firearms owners are welcome. To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number three of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. The toll-free number, 800-259-9231, and it is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those 
on us. Again, freetalklive.com as we roll here in hour number three in the program. Uh, again, you can bring up anything. Most of the calls have been centering around the Freedom, Cou- uh, Freedom Couch Odyssey that I've been uh, experiencing over the past several months, which sort of... I guess the the zenith or the apex was that's both at the top, right? The zenith. I, I, I believe peak. that's the case. Uh, anyway, the, both of that uh, happened over the weekend when I was put in a prison cell, a jail cell, for the entirety of the weekend, which was originally supposed to be a 93-day sentence. I think much uh, thanks to many of the activists out there, both here in New Hampshire and around the world, uh, thanks to them, the sentence was shortened. Plus, I did give the judge or Justice Burke here in the Keene District Court what he wanted by uh, giving him a little bit of obedience, bowing down and apologizing uh, for my behavior on Friday so I could get out and be back with my girlfriend and everything could be somewhat uh, back to normal. But boy, has everything blown up in a major way. The coverage on the internet is tremendous. Uh, the activism, I think, that has been sparked from this has been uh, amazing. It's certainly more than would have happened had he just uh, let this all blow over and let me walk out of that courtroom. If he let me walk out, there wouldn't have been as much to, to talk about. There wouldn't have been these outrageous violations of freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom to uh, in, freedom to not speak, the freedom to incriminate oneself, all of these things. I mean, so many violations, so much to discuss. Your calls, we go to them here, and if we get a chance, uh, we'll t- share with you. By the way, we'll talk about uh, the lady that actually originally complained about the couch being out in the yard in the first place. And if we get a chance, uh, share with you the letter that I wrote to uh, Justice Burke that he actually suggested might have been threatening towards him. Or the court, I guess. He was writing as the court, not himself, uh, in his little uh, order that he sent me over the weekend while I, was in, while I was in jail. But first, let's go to your phone calls. Kevin in New Hampshire, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Kevin. Guys. Hey there. I just wanted to point something out, and I guess this is more for the people who are going the official route, but in New Hampshire, there's something called the Judicial Conduct Committee. And I'm staring at their webpage, and I did post this online a few places, but since nobody had brought it up, I thought I'd mention it. So it's a big URL to get to it, but if you just type in NH Judicial Conduct Committee into Google, you'll come right to it. So basically this appears to be the official way to complain about a judge's conduct. And Uh they have a, you know, they have an address you can write to. There's a phone number here. They have a a complete set, a a code of judicial conduct, which you can read through, you know, the, the rules that judges are supposed to play by you know but uh, you know they're just emphasizing you know that the judges have to appear impartial and fair yeah. to maintain the public's confidence in the system et cetera, et cetera. so i'm going to be writing a letter to them tomorrow Thank and you. i thought some other people might want to i appreciate that where that did you post that over the free keen forum or nhfree.com's uh, forum i put it up on the free ian facebook group <laughs> There's so much out there. But that you the didn't know you had one, did Right. You? I, I think I spotted a link to it somewhere. There's so many links and so much to cover here. I, I, I don't even have Dave Ridley had independently found it and put it up on oh, great. Free. I don't know if it's made it to Free Keen okay. Super. or not. Super. I thank you for that, Kevin. And uh, any other thoughts? No, that's it. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. Sure. 800-259-9231. So much to... I mean, I can't even uh, determine all of the activism that, that was happening over the weekend as a result of A lot this. of people are energized. And it's why I say that if I had been a single man and did not have to be concerned about having a loved one that was, you know, sort of on the rocks as a result of this, I would have stuck it out. And it would have been very interesting to see how long they would have stuck with that 93-day sentence because I could only imagine that the activism would continue to ramp up over time. 
I mean, all they had was a weekend to respond to this, and there was like yeah. a website generated and videos and, and blog posts and phone calls coming into the court, phone calls coming into the jail. Uh, so, I mean, it was amazing, and I thank you all so much for getting behind me, and I think that that's the kind of uh, activism that you can expect when you get here to New Hampshire, especially as more of us are here. I mean, even on the day of the trial, it was only like five or six people that turned out for it. But it was 1.30 in the afternoon, and there really aren't that many people that live in the Keene area. So if there are more people, it's sort of a larger pool of activists to, pu- to pull from, mm-hmm. then more people will be able to turn out on short notice for things like this. And I'd like to encourage everybody who is in the New Hampshire area to come out on uh, November 12th for the time when Toby uh, Island from Free Minds TV and I will both be in the very same Keene District Court on freedom of uh, assembly issue. So I don't know what Toby's plan is for that, but I, we can probably have a pretty similar one now, considering I have to sort of go along to get along. And so we'll try to work the system and play the system and bring up the Constitution and the right to the, the freedom to assemble and see if they can prove their case that it was indeed Toby and I that was uh, behind the entire Freedom Fest affair, which was essentially a unpermitted freedom event where should people, be interesting to prove, considering it wasn't so. Yeah, got to uh, where people got to gather on this uh, one particular area on one day, and the, the police came out to harass us again claiming they had a complaint complaining that somebody had it sounds oh i bet it's another city bureaucrat you better you know, damn this, well believe this it this is a conflict of interest i'm sorry the city bureaucrats complaining to the city about mm-hmm. people not following the city's rules it's right. disgusting well how would some average keniac how would they know that an unpermitted event was being held at railroad square they only wouldn't. a city bureaucrat would know that so the entire thing is a huge scam. There's no consent involved in this. All these people are, are men and women doing business with the threat of violence, and they need to be opposed, not violently, but peacefully. And the more activists we have, the more various different peaceful solutions and unintended consequences for these you government know, folks are going to come up. And this is the favor that we're doing them, because the fact is, when, you know, when a government gets to the point where it's no longer uh, listening to the people, mm-hmm. then the people are going to rise up against that government. I mean, that happens all over the world governments every government that you read about historically has been has come yeah Yeah. it's been overthrown in some way or another a lot of them violently and in in the american revolution prior to this they killed tarring uh, feathering they they tortured uh, city officials and uh you know the 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 king's men and that kind of thing all i want to do is say hey back up man whoa 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 you're getting yeah. a little crazy here with your right. couch rules. Take it easy. Let's go to your phone calls. Talk to Andrew in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Andrew. Uh, I wanted to ask you regarding the uh, case you and Toby are doing for the um, Freedom to Assemble, uh, the Keen Freedom Fest. Are you planning to get a lawyer for that? Uh, you know, it's up in the air right now. I don't know. I mean, I I don't like the idea of putting a bunch of money into this crap. That's one of the things that I have a problem with as far as lawyers are concerned. And that's one of the things with the appeal. I believe the appeal process even costs money as well. I don't want to give these guys any extra damn money. I mean, it's bad enough that I'm going to go and pay a $120 fine over this. And it's worse enough that I'm going to have to pay property taxes the same day. I'm going to go and pay these people $2,800 for half a year uh, property taxes. So I'm paying the very same bureaucrat that started this entire situation. I mean, it's outrageous. Well, I know there's there's several free state lawyers. I'm sure they'd be willing to about um you know I don't know free I don't know how lawyers work well I mean what they're uh, well if they want to step I mean, up a lot but I'm sure there's some willing to reduce the charge considerably to help you out if that's the case if they would like to step up certainly it'll get them some publicity at the very least I mean we can talk about money but I don't you know I just don't like the idea of putting money out on this and I think that it's well, a pretty straightforward case I mean it's freedom of assembly uh, what are they going to do about that. 
it is well, quite it's a clear. case, but it'd be, it would be helpful for you and your cause. I mean, from my perspective, at least, if you're going to go there, I mean, you're already consenting just by showing up. You're, I mean, you're, you're getting involved in the system just by being yeah, there. Yeah, that's you their argument. Well, but at the same I mean, time, if you don't show up, then you get a failure to appear, and men with guns come and throw you into the <laughs> into no, the court. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're already going to go there. You're going to be there. You're going to talk. You're going to stand up, and you're going to be involved. You might as well yeah. get a lawyer, someone who who is talented and educated and knows how to deal within their system to get the result that you want. Well, I know I mean, one of our sponsors. I, I know one of our sponsors is uh, is a New Hampshire lawyer at this point. So maybe he might be interested in that. I don't know, but I know that uh, what's coming up with this freedom of of uh, assembly trial. It's actually not a trial. It's going to be a hearing first, and then it would go mm-hmm. to a trial. So what's happening on the twelfth is a hearing. And who knows? Maybe they'll wise up and drop this crap before it even uh, before it even occurs. Because if they decide to try to crack down on Toby and I for this, it's just going to get worse for them. So I hope they learn their lesson. Any other thoughts, Andrew? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, hopefully they do just drop it. That would obviously be the mature, um, the right thing to do morally. But if that doesn't happen, I mean, I, just for your sake, I think it would be it would yeah. be nice or it would be wise to to get a lawyer to just handle the situation the way it's meant to be handled. You know, I mean, dealing with their system, dealing with their um, their epistemology, their standards of language, the language they use, that lawyers understand. Right, because well, apparently when, to help you uh, get the result you want. Right, because when you or I goes in there and tries to ask a flipping question, we get thrown in a damn prison cell. Exactly. So, I mean, you can ask them about the Constitution, but if they're not even obeying it, I mean, that's not going to. It's that, clear that, that they are not. Work, yeah, exactly. You know? They'll say that's not irrelevant. I don't want to talk about the law or the Constitution in my court. They've said those things over the years to all of the activists out there that have tried things like that. And the difference between them and now is that they never had anybody backing them up. And now we yeah, do have you, the activists. If you get a lawyer to back you up, I'm sure a lawyer will be able to get through to them. I'm pretty sure about that. Thanks for the call, Andrew. Appreciate the suggestion. Uh, 800-259-9231. Definitely need to talk with Toby from Free Minds TV about his plan and see if we can work together on this. Uh, more on the way. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. They include the updates. You get signed up. We keep you in the loop whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. Just head over to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Are you looking to get involved with other young liberty lovers from across the country? Then join Bureaucrash and help us fight statism in all its forms at Bureaucrash.com. Also, be sure to check out our pro-freedom t-shirts and other swag at the contraband store. So you can quite literally wear your beliefs on your sleeves. They've got some great, great shirts. shirts. I do. I've got, I've got the one that says uh, capitalism and it's written like it's in Coke. I like but- the immigrate one. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with that. It's one. got a picture of a family like running, you know, like a caution sign running across a border, uh-huh. and it says "immigrate" okay. at the end. I see. Awesome. I like the uh, better dead than red, but I haven't yet been able to get that one. I'm a big fan of their uh, contraband that they have. Yeah, and we need more crashing going on too. I, we need more I'm beer crashing. I'm a big fan of beer crash in general. I'm and so glad they're on board. The this president is, is a Free State Project member. Pete Iyer. Yeah. Yeah. We had or Air. Air. It's pronounced Iyer. Air. Well, Pete Ayer, cool guy. We've had him on the show yeah. at the last Liberty Forum. Or Every time we fest. get a chance. Yeah, he's a cool guy, and I'm sure he'll be back out here in New Hampshire as soon as he gets a chance as well. But wouldn't it be awesome if Bureaucrash's headquarters moved up to New Hampshire? That'd be perfect. I don't see how it could inevitably not be anyplace else. 
Yeah, you're probably right about that. I think they're focusing on D.C. for the time being. Yeah, well, D.C.'s you talk know, about a lost got cause. Some advantages. It's right near uh, George Mason, which is uh, a bit of a vortex for liberty, too. All right, 800-259-9231 to Luke calling from Australia land. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Luke. How are you going? Hey, there. What's on your mind? How are you? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Um, yeah, basically, we've got a situation here in Queensland, state of Australia. Um, currently, we have 5% of the state fluoridated by water, and by December next month, um, basically, you're going to have 54% of the population coverage, and that's not by choice. There was no you know, ballot or anything. I missed what you said, Luke. Was it 5%, 5% of the state was what? I missed that point. Is currently covered. But covered by what? Month, Sounds like uh, fluoridation in the water. Oh, fluoridation. I see. Yeah. And you're concerned about this? Well, basically, yeah. They're just basically putting the mass medication to 54% of the population as of next next month. You know, I, I've heard about the fluoride in the water, and a lot of people are concerned about it. I, I don't really know if it's uh, that I don't know how good or bad it is. I, I don't know. Um, but I can tell you that I don't like the idea of go- the government adding anything to yeah. the damn water. It was it used to be uh, like a byproduct of uh, petroleum, as, yeah, right? Something like that. And then they started adding it to the water. What What's that about? It's I, kind of disturbing, absolutely. And I don't trust the government water, period. I don't know what all they're putting in it. So I run it through a, a filter, which you can go and get at Walmart for, you know, 20 bucks. I mean, the water I have isn't doesn't have fluoride in it. No one's died there. That's true. Although the dental assistant uh, that I have swears that people's teeth here are, are worse than they are elsewhere. I don't know if there's any truth to it. I don't know. But I here, have no idea. Yeah. do they not have fluoride in the water here? Apparently, they do not have fluoride in the water up here no. in New Hampshire. You've got to so. brush your teeth on a regular basis, teach your kids to do the same. That's the most important thing, number one. Uh, but, yeah, I see where you're coming from on that, Luke. And I would say the best thing you can do is to filter your water and deal with it that way because at begging the bureaucrats to change their system isn't the most productive of processes. Any other exactly. thoughts for us? You there? You there. Luke, any other thoughts? It just takes a lag. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, and the, and that internet filter, they're trying to uh, block about 10,000 sites. I can understand all oh, the yeah. uh, stuff that you know, was possibly shouldn't be there at all anyway, but yeah. uh, just we're worried about what else might be uh, taken off. That one's pretty basically, outrageous. Uh, You're talking about the fact that yeah. the Australian government is now mandating that all internet service providers put everybody on a blocked internet or an internet blocking fi- uh, filter, which, you know, essentially yeah. the government will arbitrarily decide which websites you're going to be able to uh, to visit and not at this point. And it's it's crazy censorship, but that's what's happening. I mean, I'm sure there are going to be ways to sort of tunnel through those things, and the hackers I'm yeah. sure will be Johnny on the spot on ways to do that, but for the most part, most People are not going to know how to go about those processes, and they're going to have their their freedom of information restricted. And that's a real issue that I think people really need to be concerned with. The water thing you can deal with. The Internet filters are going to be a little more difficult. Thanks, Luke, for the call, and good luck down there. 800-259-9231. And anybody that thinks that can't happen here in America, <laughs> just, look at what ha- right. just look at what happened to me on Friday. I mean, they can do what almost anything they want to, and they'd get away with it if it weren't for those darn pesky activists out there. Actually, keeping uh, you know, keeping the flame of liberty alive and coming here to New Hampshire and getting active. You know, one of the things that uh, Justice Burke here in this Couch Odyssey situation had complained about in his order on defendants' contempt. They gave this to me after I went into the pokey on Friday. I'm not going to read the entire thing; just a quick excerpt here. He says that. Uh, The defendant, uh, between the arraignment and the scheduled trial date, sent at least two letters that were also confrontational 
if not threatening. One of these letters referring to this case was sent to the undersigned, that's Edward J. Burke, justice, at his home, a violation of state law. Now, there have been no charges on that particular uh, point, and I'm, I'm glad for that. I certainly don't want to deal with more of this garbage. But I'd like to just share that letter with you because I never did. I've actually talked about doing it, and I never did. And you can decide for yourself if it's threatening. He actually doesn't say it was threatening. He says it was confrontational, if not threatening. So he sort of suggests it was threatening, but doesn't actually come right out and say it was threatening. And it wasn't really even about my case. So I wasn't really getting in touch with him about my particular case. I was just sort of, it was an open letter. It was posted on freekeen.com, and here it is. Mr. Burke, earlier today I had intended to tell you of my appreciation for some of the decisions you've made recently. I'll do so now as I have the opportunity. I'd like to thank you for your recent not guilty decision in Nick Ryder's speeding case, where he, uh, these are all local activists that were essentially turned loose by this very same uh, Mr. Burke. Your sensible decision to allow multiple recording devices into your court, allowing camera panning, and the reasonable ways you handled Russell Canning and David Cruz's driving without registration cases. Also, a while back, I was pleased with how you handled David Manning's illegal U-turn situation. You appear to be a reasonable man, and I hope this letter finds you in an approachable mood. Before was it threatening so far, Mark? Yeah, I'm, I'm not hearing the threatening. Before I continue, I'd like confrontational. To, right. Before I continue, I'd like to apologize for the rather unusual situation you've been put in. I don't know you, but I'd like to imagine that in your private life, you're a very nice man who's appreciated by your many friends and family. The situation I refer to is one you're probably already aware of. I imagine you've been advised on the fact that liberty activists have been moving to town here in Keene. You've no doubt noticed us in your courtroom, as most of us remain seated when you enter. I hope you understand we're just doing our jobs. One of our jobs is to stay up, or in this case, sit in support of others who are being targeted for consensual crimes. Unfortunately, we don't have enough numbers to operate regular sittings in your court. Otherwise, you'd see us outside the occasion when your business associates decide to do their business with one of our friends or associates. Now, I realize your business associates are just doing their jobs, and you're just doing your job as judge of Keene District Court. Unfortunately, the job you're doing is playing a decisive role, that of judge, in the part of a system that leads to the harming of uncounted innocent lives. I have admittedly not researched your case history, but I am familiar with my personal experience observing cases in your courtroom. I know for certain that you have been the man whose decisions have resulted in peaceful people having their freedom stripped from them by men with guns who put them in cages. This I do not appreciate, and I know I'm not alone. I can promise you, now that's not a threat, that's a promise, that more liberty activists will be coming to Keene. As you can tell right. from, it's a threat. People will be moving to Keene. Yep. As you can tell from your experience, this means things are going to change more than they already have. I'd like to make an unsolicited suggestion as to how to handle these changes. Please stop hearing cases that do not involve a victim. Where's this threatening? Where's I, this confrontation? I continue here. There's a little more. We'll share that with you and your calls about what you want at 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can get on the air by dialing toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. 
and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. So again, freetalklive.com. Hey, you've heard about some of the activism going on here in New Hampshire. You want to know more? You want to meet some of those great activists? Most of them are going to be at the Liberty Forum. Plus, a lot of great liberty-oriented luminaries. Head over to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to learn more, get signed up, get the early bird discount, and get the extra 10% off by using our special discount code. It's 2009FTL, 2009FTL. Free Talk Live is going to be broadcasting live from the Liberty Forum. It's happening in wonderful Nashua, New Hampshire. And uh, we're going to be there and hoping to see you there as well. You'll get to meet all kinds of great activists, many of the people that have already moved to New Hampshire, many people who are considering moving, like you perhaps, and some people that, uh, again, liberty-oriented luminaries like Glenn Jacobs, uh, WWE's Kane, also Richard Heller from the Heller versus D.C. gun decision, Will Buchanan from the Walk for Liberty is going to be there, and many more still to be announced. Uh, get all the details, get signed up at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. This is where the activism is. This is where liberty is happening. You need to be here, and the Liberty Forum, I think, will help convince you that this is the best place to be, and you'll be surrounded by the best people. The activists in this movement are the best I've ever seen. I can't think of a better word to describe them than the best. They're just awesome. I mean, if it weren't for them and the rest of you out there that aren't necessarily here yet, if it weren't for you, I might still be sitting in a prison cell right now. So thank you to everybody that helped out. And to those of you who are critical... I've heard uh, Julia told me that apparently some of the uh, Friday morning quarterbacks or Monday morning quarterbacks on uh, the Free Talk Live BBS are talking about how oh, Ian should have stuck it out, should have stayed in prison for 93 days and told the judge to go F himself or, or whatever. I haven't read any of the threads yet, but I've heard that they're well, out there. No matter what, there's always going to be somebody um, who you know second guesses the way they do it. But I, I think that you being out now just goes to show that the bureaucrats can't do anything right. Well, you know, I'd like they to can't s- even throw a man in prison for 93 days. I'd like to point out that uh, one of the, the people in the chat room says this. I think it's a great point. He says, I'm not sure how anyone can be disappointed if they haven't done the same or more. So it's really easy for you to sit there if you're one of the complainers and sit there and tap, tap away on your keyboard. It's another thing entirely for you to go out and do some non-cooperation and civil disobedience yourself. So you can say, well, I toughed it out longer than Ian did. And you know what? If you do it in the face of your girlfriend telling you that she's not eating and that she isn't able to work, well, I don't know what you're thinking, really. Because to me, my loved ones are number one in my life, and my activism comes second. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. And I had to do what I thought was right for my family, and Julia is my family. So I won't make any – I won't apologize for it at all. 800-259-9231. If you want to leave your loved ones out in the cold, then that's your business. We continue here with this letter that was written to uh, Edward Burke. He is the so-called justice of the Keene District Court. I wrote this after the arraignment, immediately after the arraignment, wrote this up because I was inspired and because they told me I couldn't. So, of course, I did. And uh, he, he called it confrontational, if not threatening, in his order that he wrote about the uh, contempt of court situation. But so far, Mark, you haven't really necessarily identified the, uh, the threatening portions. I'm the really not finding portion. it. The, the, the closest thing I can hear to a threat is that more free staters, uh, more, more liberty, liberty activists. activists will be moving to the area. Um, so you can expect more of what you're seeing now. Right. And I made a suggestion. I said I'd like to make an unsolicited suggestion on how to handle these changes because things are changing, buddy. So here's how you can deal with it. Please stop hearing cases that don't involve a victim. If you do this, you'd likely never see another liberty activist in your courtroom again. Plus, you'd be saving a lot of people a significant amount of money and time. And by that, I meant the poor victims of his that have been paying out hundreds and hundreds of dollars in fines for things like, you know, possession of alcohol, possession of marijuana, various other non, uh, non-real crimes that involve consenting adults. 
how much, how many thousands upon hundreds of thousands of dollars have been extracted from the people of uh, Keene, New Hampshire, and the surrounding areas you by know, this man? And it, it's it's funny. It's not even the people, not even just the people that uh, the, you know they're they're thrown in for drugs. You got to remember, there's a new bond for a larger county jail. You said 90% of the guys you talked to were in there for drugs. If or VOP on an original drug charge. Right. Or if they like wouldn't have had, if they wouldn't be throwing these guys in jail, they wouldn't need a new jail in the first place. So true. They're extracting billions of dollars, or excuse, millions of dollars, um, from people in Keene, New Hampshire, for this nonsense, and we we don't need this. Did I hear the new jail only holds like 25 more people? I don't uh, there know. was a, that was the rumor going around the jail. At least, and if that's true, it's crazy. Uh, anyway, let me continue here. He said, or I said to him in the in the letter, I said, well, you'd be saving a lot of people money and time. I understand that part of your job is probably to raise revenue for the city of Keene. However, I'd rather your job be arbitrating disputes involving allegedly damaged parties and awarding restitution, or in extreme cases, incarcerating. If that describes the job you were doing, people. Uh, people would likely be singing your praises rather than protesting. If you choose to continue to hear cases involving consensual crimes, prepare yourself for more activists paying more attention to the job you do. Is that a threat? Uh, the liberty movement in New Hampshire is decentralized. I cannot control nor predict the actions of those activists who choose to focus their efforts in Keene. You can expect all kinds of peaceful outreach and protest. Peaceful. Making very clear. Peaceful. Uh, you can. Uh, we're changing hearts and minds. Perhaps yours will be included. Many of us have a vision for a 100% consensual society, and I invite you to learn more about how we can get from here to there. You have several choices. Those I can think of are listed here from best to worst. This is what he, I was telling him, that you're going to have some options, and here are some of them. Number one, stop hearing cases without a victim. This choice allows you to make history as the first government judge to only decide cases against those who have harmed others. Peaceful people will retain their freedom, time, and money, and will all be wealthier as a result. Or he could choose number two, continue enforcing bad laws. This is sort of the, the status quo of what was happening prior to Friday. Where uh, the description here, while being more reasonable in a few cases involving liberty activists, their friends and associates, uh, this option does buy you and the state some time. You get to continue business as usual and minimize bad publicity. Rest assured, the activists will keep coming in anyway, and government people will eventually have to start doing business just like the rest of us on a consensual basis. And finally, the third choice for Mr. Burke is to crack down on liberty activists, which is apparently what he chose. Well, I mean, the funny thing is, is he did one of the things that you said that he had to choose from. Yes, he did. Here are your choices, sir. And he chose one. Uh, while this option would likely satisfy some in the short term, for instance, this morning, one of my associates overheard one of your security bureaucrats suggesting that liberty activists all be thrown in jail. It would only result in a very short-term existence for the legitimacy of the state. Like Obi-Wan in Star Wars, if you strike us down by putting us in cages, our ranks will grow stronger and faster than you can imagine. I hope you make the right choice. The world is watching. Ian Freeman, Freekeen.com blogger. P.S. A portion of the appreciation I described in the first paragraph was going to be the fourth sentence I spoke to you today, but you interrupted right before I got to it. I fully expected to be interrupted, so I'm sorry I didn't make it the first sentence. So that was the confrontational almost, or uh, his his terms were a confrontational, Conf- if, if not, not threatening letter that I sent to his home, which apparently is illegal. Uh, apparently, freedom of speech, anybody? Apparently, you don't have the freedom in New Hampshire and probably every other state to send a letter to the home of a judge. Well, it wasn't written to Justice Burke. It was written to Mr. Ed, you know, Mr. Edward Burke. I wasn't writing to him in his capacity as a judge. Well, yeah, he did. I mean, the, the letter is there talking about him being a judge. 
Well, that, that's true, but it's talking about him as a man doing what he does as a judge and making the right choice instead of continuing to harm others. That's all I was asking him to do. Just do the right thing. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. In other news here, uh, also from freekeen.com, you can could, you could read that letter and comment over at freekeen.com, but Dale from Anarchy in Your Head also wrote something up, and I barely even had a chance to scratch the surface on all the various different blog posts out there, and thank you for everybody who did whatever sort of coverage they did on the Internet. Thanks again to everybody who uh, participated in the activism calling and doing what you needed to do, contacting your friends. I don't even know the extent of what you all did out there because there are so many of you who stepped up, and uh, thank you. I, I'm so grateful, uh, and of course... If you come out here and you join this movement, you'll have people backing you up. And I, I would have been out at Lauren Canario's protest over on Sunday, but unfortunately I was in a cage at that time. I understand the police were harassing them over at Lauren Canario's, uh, the jail that they've got her in yeah. on federal charges. So I don't know what happened there. Anyway, here's uh, what Dale wrote over at uh, freekeen.com, an article called Thank You, Mr. Burke. The video shows uh, Ian being ordered, arrested by Mr. Burke within a minute of walking into the room and within seconds of Ian opening his mouth to speak. Free speech be damned. Then Ian's led into another room where nothing can be filmed or audio recorded. Public trial by one's peers be damned. Then Ian is sentenced to 90 days for one of the most vague and sweeping of charges, contempt of court. Just punishment be damned. He got three days for the charge that he was there to answer for, a code violation for failing to force his tenants to remove their couch from their yard. More on the way about this, and if you've got a call, we'll sneak that in as well. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call if you make it right now at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, again, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and want to help support uh, Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier. Just head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Get on board for as little as 3 bucks a month. We can take that money and reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations uh, around the country and around the world, and help spread the message of freedom and liberty because really the time is now we really need to get it active as possible and get as many people on board with this message as we possibly can free talk live is an important part of that uh, but it's only one prong in a very uh, multi-pronged media approach there are other great programs out there that also deserve your support uh, free minds tv our friends toby and nick over there Gardner goldsmith at the liberty conspiracy so many other great uh, people out there of course the, some wonderful websites uh, there's so much to talk about so much activism that has just brewed up from the result of one uh, person and doing something and happened to be me, the most recent uh, example, but there's always some new uh, bit of activism going on here in New Hampshire, which helps inspire other activists to do other activism in various different ways, and, and it's such a great decentralized movement. There's so much happening, it's almost impossible to cover it all, and, and I, I think that's a great problem to have, so we need more media to help cover all the various different activism that's going on. We're talking about the uh, the Freedom Couch situation and reading a story posted over at freekeen.com by our friend Dale from anarchyinyourhead.com. He's one of our bloggers over at Freekeen. And uh, he's talking about his experiences uh, being in the court. He was one of the few observers that managed to show up in the middle of the workday to come out to this uh, so-called trial, which was nothing more than a – really, it was just a, a stage a ra- show. Railroading. Just, yeah, a high, just the worst, one of the worst examples of railroading you've ever seen. Well, let me continue. And you can see it at freekeen.com. You can see the video, part of it at least. Anyway, he says uh, – 
I got the feeling that Mr. Burke, who's the justice up there, and his violent enforcers were disappointed. My suspicions seemed to be validated that he had plans to arrest a lot more innocent people that day when an unusual announcement was made before he entered that anyone who didn't stand for him would be subject to sanction. It happened upon one of his enforcers... Uh, on election day, who expressed his eagerness to cuff me himself, or I happened upon, rather, he said, uh, one of the court enforcers, who expressed his eagerness to cuff me himself when he saw me in public and said he recognized me from the court. I'd attended several trials to support my liberty activist friends, and I never stand for those given the title judge by our unaccountable monopoly governments. When I asked what he would be arresting me for, since I hadn't broken any laws, he left me with the cryptic answer of, you'll see... Now it seems clear to me what Mr. Burke and his thugs seem to have been planning for weeks, to use threats backed by real violence to crush the wills of anyone who would dare to question whether their system of justice is actually anything of the sort. I'm tired of hearing how this is about a couch. One of the most irrelevant things about the story is the couch. Another rather inconsequential part of the story is the couch enforcer. The enforcer was simply the pebble that started an avalanche. This case will be a classic for demonstrating the gun in the room, for showing the growing escalation of violence that must back even the most trivial of an authoritarian government's demands against those who will not obey, like a parking ticket or a questionable code violation. Ian was brutally silenced by that arrest. The members of their court monitor our activities, it's easy to see. Our communications and our activities are rather overtly open to the public. We like cameras, and we like speaking openly out in the light of day. Scheming and secretiveness are not parts of our nature. The members of the court knew the questions Ian was going to ask. They had plenty of time to prepare answers. Ian was silenced because he was about to ask a series of questions that would be very difficult for their court to answer and sound reasonable. He was going to ask questions that would make people think, possibly make them see the courts in a very different light. He was about to ask those questions on camera for video that would be, uh, be made into a documentary. To Mr. Burke, thank you for showing the violent nature of monopolistic governments. Thank you for helping to wake people up to the fact that arbitrarily established institutions of consolidated power do not consolidate morality or truth. Thank you for demonstrating why no system can work when there is no one to watch the watchers. Thank you for crystallizing the inherent paradox of expecting a supremely powerful monopoly to be accountable to anyone. How there can be no meaningful checks and balances on power from the inside of a monopoly on violence. Thank you for showing us that you're accountable to no one, certainly not the citizenry that you ostensibly serve. Thank you for pointing out the gun in the room. Thank you for being one of the most effective recruiters for the Free State Project, and particularly for the liberty movements into the Keene area. It's unfortunate that you had to do it at such a cost to the occupants of the Keene area who had their hard-earned money confiscated, ostensibly to do things like protect them from real violent criminals. Instead, their stolen money is being used to apply hugely disproportionate punishments to innocent people in order to protect your facade of authority. Let this be fair warning to anyone who thinks they might want to work for real liberty and justice. Expressing your true beliefs openly and honestly in this country can make you a target to the people with a monopoly on violence. If you aren't prepared for the potential consequences, tuck your tail between your legs and hang your head low, particularly particularly on public prop. I mean on the state's property. Hand over your money when they demand it. Kiss their boots when they demand it. You don't have to mean it, but you have to act as if you do. After a while, you'll start to believe it. In the meantime, perhaps you can give a convincing performance. As for me, my acting sucks. Ralph Waldo Emerson, while walking by the jailhouse, said to Thoreau through the window, Henry, what are you doing in there? To which Thoreau replied, the right question is, Ralph, why are you out there? 1-800-259-9231. Again, 
Not everybody is ready for this. Not everybody is in a situation in their life where they can do non-cooperation and civil disobedience, which is why this movement is so vast. If you can't do this, if there's too much on the line for you, support the uh, the activist fund that's going to be coming out to help support these non-cooperative activists, many of, uh, many of whom are willing to go further than, than even I was, like Lauren Canario or, or Russell Canning, for instance, uh, or get involved in the political system. Attempt to change the system. It might be possible. Uh, it looks like some of the uh, political activists are having some real success here in New Hampshire. Or get involved in the media. Get out there. Create your own blog, create your own television show here in New Hampshire or radio program, whatever. Get out there and get your thoughts out there in front of other people's minds so they can start to change theirs. This is going to happen, but it's only going to happen with your help. And if you don't help out, then it's going to happen slower. And if you want to sit out, sit out there and critique it, well, that's fine. We'll be here doing all the hard work. Thank you very much. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So there are so many different ways for you to get involved in this movement, whether you're even in New Hampshire or not. Whether it's financially or with your boots on the ground doing activism, you know, in the streets or in the courtrooms or whatever. Feel out, find out, think about it and find out what's best for you. Better yet, get here to New Hampshire, plug into the various different activist scenes here and feel out what's best for you and get out there and do it. You know, there's a, there's a lot that can be done. Um, the, there, there what, six, six people have been elected to, the Free State Project members have been elected to the New Hampshire State House. I think New Hampshire was picked in 2000. Three or 2004, so it shows you just how quickly mm-hmm. uh, they've managed to do just that. Uh, you know, six people in the House now, who knows how many later. Free State Project members are going to infiltrate the government at all levels, and then what? What's going to happen? Who this knows? This is the only state that has any hope. Wherever you are, whatever uh, you know, sort of government agency is over you, Think about it. Is it doing anything but growing and getting more invasive and taking more money from you year after year? The fact is, when they brought in the income tax in the United States in 1913, they talked about putting a cap on it of 4%. But people argued against it (laughs) because they said, we we wouldn't want to put such a high number on it. They don't want to put such a high number on the, you know, uh, a limit to the income tax because (laughs) then it would just get to 4% right away. Look what happened, people. The fact is, the government is going to grow. The only way it can grow is by forcibly extracting money from you. You know as well as I do that everything it does, every single thing it does is incompetent, inefficient, and costs way too much. And backed by violence. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to leave this world to your kid? And backed by violence. Even the most benign-sounding sort of piece of uh, government ordinance, like couch in the yard, all backed up by the threat of throwing you in a jail cell, men with guns throwing you there. And they'll send their own dupe out to get you. That's what happened with you. They sent their own government official out to get you. So, uh, by the way, I'd like to add in here, I'm not sure what to do about this Michaela Engert character, the person who started this whole cycle of violence upon me, the uh, the woman who is apparently a central planning bureaucrat working for the city of Keene, She's kind of cute. I'm looking here at uh, jailedactivist.info. They got a picture over there, and uh, I guess maybe yeah, behind, older picture. behind her beautiful face lies lies, lies an evil mind, my friend. She said, the fact is, you should do nothing about this. Yeah, I'm not going and to. The people and people that are going, they're apparently doing things because the uh, next, apparently the, the, uh, her profile has been pulled down all over the internet. Oh yeah, I she, can only guess why. She had various different profiles all over the internet, uh, various different websites. They've all been removed. Uh, jailedactivist.info has a lot of Life's stinking for her right now. She's got their phone number. Is uh, posted there and email address. I'm sure a lot of people have gotten in touch with her, but I think if I hear her on the radio again, which she comes on occasionally on uh, free, on the the talkback show here in Keene, I think I'll call and forgive her. I think that's what I'll do. 
It's a big thing to do. Yeah. So it's the right I'll thing to do. I'll forgive her for being violent against me, and I'll pledge to her that I will never threaten her over what she decides to do on her private property. Let's go on screen. That's more than she'd do for you. Yep, let's go on screen to the amp line. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, and sorry for hanging up earlier, but I was at work. I George, you got am. 20 seconds. Go, yeah. dude. Yeah, the, uh, congratulations on getting out of jail. I just wanted to correct Mark and, and Gard on the killdozer thing from Saturday's show about um, the guy wasn't stopped by the government. What happened was he ran the building, he got stuck, he couldn't get out, so he shot himself in the head, and it took the government 12 hours to cut him out. Wow, there tank. you go. Talking about the killdozer, definitely not the solution. Violence, not the answer. We have very... Thank you, George, for the call, by the way. Violence, not the solution. We will achieve liberty through peaceful means, but hopefully you'll come and help us, because with your assistance... It will happen sooner rather than later, and then we can all be free. How's that sound? Freestateproject.org. Go get more information there. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.